get into that? Yeah. Okay, we're recording, so no N-words, Elena. The amount of editing I had to do last week because of Elena's furious... He was in the script! In- I think you might have went off book. You went off book a few times. Mm-hmm. One, two. One, two. You're hot dog. A little hot there. A little hot. Hot, hot dog. How about that? Dog. Hot about, dog. How about that right there? Milwaukee's best ice. Hot dogs, Bud Light, that is, a, that is a purposely getting drunk beer. That is an incredible bottle. It's made from uh, <laughs> made from hemp plastic. Anything ice is. I remember Natty Ice. Oh God! Oh yeah, Bud Ice. Oh, Jesus is that what that fist is? fucking Christ! Ice House, Ice House. Are you kidding me? That was the shit. I disagree. God damn! I fucking. I disagree drinking. with what you say, but I would lay down my life for your right to say it. <laughs> Just about alcohol, though. Yeah. I used to drink uh, Red Dog. What? I remember Red Dog. I don't know. Atlanta, pull that thing about a fist from your face like we're on Rogan. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> we're getting some phase, some phasing over here with, so like, yeah, your mic needs to point away from her you mic. You need to go stand in the corner. <laughs> and, I, need your, you, I need you to go stand in the corner. And your mic just needs to stay a little closer to your Blair face. Blair Witchet. need you to Blair Witchet. <laughs> That's the only part of that movie that creeped me out. <laughs> what creeped me out was yeah, that they put up with that stupid bitch for so long. <laughs> That's true. Just, Jesus true. Christ. She should have died sooner. Much, much sooner. But, yeah, the, the end. Aaron's never seen it. I remember walking out Annie, that movie. Annie loves that movie. I remember walk, get, we were walking out. We were like, hey, that was a good time, fun. And the guy was, and there was an old man, terrible production quality. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know that he got it. I, don't, I think it just flew right That's over great. his head. It flew right through him. He, did, he had no idea that it was a found footage movie. I remember when Brian was a seeing eye dog for a guy going to see that movie. Nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. <laughs> they lost the map. Nothing's happening. <laughs> remember they lost the map? He's in the and corner. And that's a huge plot point. He's in the corner. Camera goes dark. Everybody looks pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it came out at a weird time. It came out right along with Fight Club, God. American Beauty. God, Man. what year was right, that? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. God, that was a great year. Yeah. That was like that was like ninety four when Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Redemption, all these other fucking Forrest Gump. Yeah, Forrest I know you Gump love Forrest Gump. Yeah, well, it shouldn't have won the Forrest Gump. It shouldn't have won the Oscar. You love what? Forrest Gump. It shouldn't have. No, what do you think Pulp Fiction should have won. Shawshank, Shawshank, Shawshank. Redemption. Either one of those should have been a tie. It should have been a three way tie. Should have been a draw. Yeah. Eh, awards are stupid. Yeah, but the Joker or uh, Joaquin won. Joaquin, and he gave a great speech. Joaquin. Yeah, <laughs> you know there's some fucking there's some shit in his closet. He he gave the speech about being vegan first, and then he's like, and I don't think we should cancel each other out. I've been a scoundrel in my life, and so you're like, oh, there's a me, <laughs> oh, there's a me too waiting to happen for you, bud. There is a me too coming at you on the set of Parenthood. He went after Martha. <laughs> <laughs> On the set of Space Camp, he molested the robot. It was a deep pull. <laughs> I, I thought I didn't know that was him until I looked it up. His his real name is Lake. Go, no, his real name is Joaquin. But he oh, wanted he wanted he, a, life. he wanted a, an assumed name. So <clears throat> Joaquin, uh, you know, did the thing, the virtue signal about how the evils of the dairy industry. Yes, and this this is a typical like. I wish Hollywood motherfucker who flies his ass around in a jet all over the place for frivolous reasons and lives a completely decadent lifestyle. I, I just all of which leaving a footprint that makes the dairy industry look like a goddamn charity. I couldn't help but think of the Rogan bit whenever he's talking about uh, taking the the milk from the animals that's meant for their babies. Like there, there's the bit like. Um, vegans always say humans are the only animals that drink other animals' milk. God, you know how many times I've heard that fucking shit. Well, here's a good retort. Yeah, we're also the only animals that uh, built 
cars and planes. They're and able to fly without the ability, without the aid of wings. And call each other on the phone and talk about how awesome milk is. It's almost like the fat, the fat from the milk and the cooking of the meat is what made our brains grow so large that we're so much different from the other animals. It's just, there's this weird... It, it, it might not be a coincidence. It might be a connection. And there. we can lord it over those other animals and make them do our bit. Hey, champs, I mean, look what you, you should have done. <laughs> <laughs> You've been vegan now for a while, though. I've been vegan for a few months now. Yeah. I'm not saying... <laughs> I'm strict. I mean, very strict. The results have been remarkable. Yeah. They have been. You're they crushing have been. it. I'm, my muscle mass is gaining. I'm... That is complete <laughs> horseshit. When vegans say, "Oh, you can build just as much muscle with plants," no, you can't. No, you can't. You, uh, there's some pretty jacked vegans. Like there's uh, some fighters that are vegan, yeah, but but they are never at the top. <clears throat> no, they are never at the top. I think of Mac. But Danzig. if you took if you took that same if you took that exact same person, a clone of that person, and put them on a beef diet, uh, yeah, a, a meat based <laughs> diet, yeah. uh, beef. The results beef. Would <laughs> speak for themselves. <laughs> Beef, beef. Let's let's get into it. <laughs> are we in a Vietnam movie? Goddamn right we are. Is Willem Dafoe and Charlie Sheen hanging around here somewhere? Tom Berenger? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they the Sausage up. <laughs> Critically acclaimed 1994 Oscar winner. <laughs> she has this so fucking awesome. Rub that salt in the wound. It's a great song. Fucking great song. I can just picture a bunch of pancake-butted West Virginia woman twerking to this song in a bar in Boone County somewhere. Well, thanks for ruining it for me. We can go to that bar if you want to. Boone County's only about far. 50 minutes away. We can find that bar. I used to date a girl who she knew maybe and the rest of the fucking the whites. I'm the sexy one. <laughs> she said, you yeah. indeed are not. <laughs> she said, yeah, you don't want to hang at the bar with him. Kind of do, though. Schwammo, tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll assault in the slits, the godfather of gash, the people's vegan. <laughs> Plant-based. <laughs> Where would people buy that? And then they see me like... Uh, <laughs> Put a picture of my giant ribeye that I'm eating, and I put hashtag vegan, hashtag plant based. A ribeye between two chicken breasts, <laughs> between two donuts. Yeah. <laughs> you got the ribeye, you got the chicken breast, you got the donuts. Then you re- then you batter dip it and deep fry. It. <laughs> vegan motherfucker. It's like that chicken sandwich at KFC. What uh, was it? The double down. The double, the double down. Yeah. <laughs> now a grilled double down wouldn't be that bad for you. No. Uh. How the fraud ain't that bad for yeah, you? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I tried it. It was delicious. <laughs> it was great. It was, <laughs> it was heaven on earth. The buns are deep fried chicken parts. <laughs> I've never felt more American in my life. Well, now, now they, now they chase with the mountain. They dew. indeed do have a donut bun. Where for at? their KFC. KFC. Shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck they up. They have a donut bun. <laughs> they have donut buns. That's a, this is America, motherfucker. <laughs> of course they have I think, a donut bun. I, think, I, I admire KFC's arrogance because <laughs> yeah. they, fucking Burger King went that route and they are losing their ass. And KFC went, fuck you, motherfucker. We're KFC. Yes. Give me that fucking donut. Speaking oh, of man. motherfuckers, as always, I'm joined by the world's first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Kanawha River. The uh, sentient mountain, the white Samoan, the vanilla gorilla, the, the boomer bog trotter. Um, West Virginia Wolverine. The West Virginia Wolverine. The Allegheny Ape. The Allegheny Ape. 
Um, it's not a monkey right <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. It's not a primate. They don't, they don't sound exactly complimentary. They're, they're all pretty good. Not bad. The Appalachian ape, too. I just said Allegheny because I thought it sounded good. Allegheny it has a, it does Allegheny roll off ape. better. Yeah. Yeah. It does. The Appalachian albatross. <laughs> That's a giant bird. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you have a giant know. bird. It's crazy. Uh, okay. <laughs> Suck my bird, Ricky. I know everything. I know. I know everything I know about albatrosses from the movie uh, The Rescuers and The Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, yes. that was voiced by Dom DeLuise, I think. <laughs> Dom DeLuise so Mandrell. <laughs> well, he vo- voices so many goofy fucking J Mo. If you listen, Dom DeLuise Mandrell. <laughs> He, he voices so many goofy comic, comic like uh, uh, cartoon movie characters. He was in The Secret of Nim. He played the voice of the crow, Jeremy. Which he, is the same character as the albatross in the Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> They're the same yes. character. Except The Secret of Nim is way cooler. That's a great fucking movie. That's old Chucky Tater sucks over there. And as always, the Lord of Laurel Creek, the Laurel Creek's most dangerous man, uh, the world's greatest claw machinist. Um, Master of John Jitsu. Johnny Liberty Loads is also here. Everybody's getting an air horn. And of course, returning champions. Big Daddy and Little Sister. Big I've been playing Bioshock and it occurred to me. <laughs> it doesn't fit at all. As always, Kid Crimson, the uh, wacky wildling. Um, uh, the Baron of the Bowling Shoes, the Regent of the Rental Shoe, Lord of the Lanes, <laughs> yes, the Sire of the Seven Ten Split. Aaron is here, and as always, the Baroness of Breasticles, Aaron's beard. Elena is also here. <laughs> That's also appropriate. That's also appropriate. I wish I could play the both at the same time. I gotta tell you, this party is hot. <laughs> I wonder what we were talking about there. I don't know. Probably, Probably a regular show. Yeah, regular show. But we were—you could hear us all saying something. Said that I can't remember exactly what it was. I should go back and listen. I'm to surprised every I can't remember what it was. Uh, we should go back and listen to every episode at double time. Because you can speed them up. Yeah. So they play like time and a half at least. I, st- I went back and started watch- listening to random episodes. This shit's fucking funny. Man, we're—I mean. We don't have tens of listeners around the world <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Everyone I looked at was getting at least like 75 plays. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's people people that just start go back and they but see 20 a, of them are you. <laughs> they see a title. They see a title that sounds clicks is clicks. <laughs> that is true. It is. We could get uh, a lot. Just uh, sit there and go. A lot more traffic if we uh, paid for bots yeah. to download. You can do that. I, w- I want to pay for an actual That's robot. That's how Rogan does it. I just want to pay for an actual robot that sits in a chair and just. What was the thing? Was it the? Uh, <laughs> do you think that deserved more? I'm sorry. Yes, I did. Fuck all of you. <laughs> Wasn't that a, a, a Simpsons thing where he had that bird that just went back and forth and hit the enter key? Yeah, he's going back for more. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Nintendo had the Roby. With yeah. the game Gyromite. You know how much that shit is fucking worth, Al? Eleven dollars. A fuck ton of fucking money. <laughs> the game and the robot are worth so much, much money. I don't even remember this. Uh, get on Amazon. You can look it up. You get on Amazon, you faggot. Oh. <laughs> okay. An okay. unexpected fag bomb, really. <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> on it. 
gyromite. An unexpected fag bomb. <laughs> I want to marry my fart. Uh, I wonder what we're talking about there. Let's see. No clue. Currently unavailable, so I can't get a price on the goddamn thing. Let's say it again. I got another one. Currently unavailable. I can't get a price on the goddamn thing. <laughs> it never worked. Let's try another one. Do it again. Roby didn't work, but the game Gyromite was actually pretty cool. It was you, a good game. If you had two players mm-hmm. and you had like a bitch that would do the, the robot's job for you, right. open and close the gates. Yeah. I do not remember this game. Yeah, I have no it idea. Came I remember out, the it robot. came out with I the system. It came out with so Gyromite, Duck Hunt, and Mario. You were an old man, like a scientist akin to Mario, like a Mario character, and you were just running around, and there was... Um, there were red gates and blue gates, and, and Bill gates. The, the A and the B opened or closed the red gates or the blue gates. So to, to get through a certain part, you might have to open the red gate and then close the blue gate real fast so you don't get smashed by the blue gate, little things like that. And Roby was a robot who had eyes that would sit and face the screen who was supposed to help you mm-hmm. and do the gates for you. But it didn't work. So you would just have to get somebody else to be the bitch robot guy and open and close the gates for you oh. or try to do it yourself. So you could turn it into the two-player game. See how he did it was there's this thing that he could pick up as a it was they called it gyromite because it was a gyroscope. Gyromite! And it would spin really fast. Thank he would you. pick it up and set it down. It deserved a lot more, honestly. Gyromite? JJ Walker, you son of a bitch. It was a it was actually a well-made game. Except for the robot not working. Just like right. the power glove didn't work. We had yeah. the power glove. There's a documentary about that I need to check out. Yeah. The uh, power glove, how it was just a flop. No, it didn't work. Well, do you remember the uh, wizard? Was it the wizard? That it was the wizard. The uh, Fred Savage film. Lucas used the power glove when they were playing Rad, Rad Racer. Lucas. Yeah, that was so awesome. That was a great scene. And so nobody house. can beat Lucas. <laughs> and he had the power glove. And that little kid, that little kid is, he just totally bitched out. He's like, I can't beat him. Who, Will? Was that his name? I thought where you were talking about Stranger Things. No, we're talking about uh, the, the wizard. Oh, is that the piece of shit with Fred Savage? You shut your mouth. It was one of my favorite movies. It was a movie about video games whenever I was eight yeah, years it was old. Hard. Made me. It made me want the power glove. And it also, I mean, th- I think maybe it was designed to do that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely product placement. <laughs> they, they introduced they introduced two things in that movie that were new prior to the movie coming out. And one was the power glove, and two was Super Mario Brothers three, which was possibly the best the best the Mario. Game. The, yeah, it's uh, it's the archetype. Well, beside the besides the Mario Brothers on the. Super Nintendo. That's yeah. That's I the best I quite game. enjoyed uh, Mario Two. Mario Two was just a. It was a skin. They took. They, they skinned it off. I mean, yeah. It was, but I enjoyed it because you could dig and then you could pull the turnips out of the ground. They had, they had, they had weird it. villains. Never liked it. This I mean, it was it. it was fine as the as the game went, but it's just I don't know the Mario you could games fly with the princess. The fucking Mario games. Mario sixty four is amazing. Like it's still amazing. I, there somebody has gone back with the Unreal Engine and done a skin on it. Uh-huh. It's fucking creepy. How. Realistic it looks Unreal Engine is, is insane They also did it for Zelda Man But uh, Breath of the Wild Breath of the Wild Is the prettiest Zelda game But um, The prettiest Mario game Is um, uh, The newest one Mario Odyssey Yeah That game is The graphics are fucking amazing Is that for the Switch? Yes Nice I've thought nice. about getting Switch was cool But I just didn't I thought, I thought about getting a, a Switch. I don't know. I'm just not into video games anymore. Yeah, me either, As really. much. I mean, I do want to play... I, I want to play Red Dead. I have it. I'm just like, yeah, but like, I could just rewatch Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, get, I get into those movies. There's this new show uh, by the producers of Stranger Things it's that stressful. I want to check out. It's a little bit what, stressful. That's one of my favorite things this week. <laughs> have you started it? Yeah. We're what is done. it? 
It's, it's only 30 minutes. What's it called? Uh, I'm not okay with I'm this. I'm not okay. It has uh, the, the red-haired girl, from, girl it. from It. And the Jewish kid from It. And the Jewish kid from It. Hmm. I it's, think she's very pretty. It's she's a little really bit cute. more stressful to play a video game where you have some volition over what's going on and you're responsible for what happens yeah. versus like a passively watching a show. Yeah. You can just chill yeah. and you can not stop paying attention. Video game, if you fuck up, it's you die and then you're stressed out, then you got to go back and then... Quick Speaking question. That, okay. Do you think uh, the the redheaded girl from It, do you not think they should have got Kristen Wiig to play the older version of her? Yeah, it that would have been perfect. But I she looks so much like her. I never watched it too. Yeah, she it does. too's really great. Yeah, we haven't seen it yet. It, I haven't seen it either. I should go ahead and rent it. Yeah, I think I think Kristen Wiig could have been good. Yeah, I mean, the you had to get the absolute hottest redheaded chick you could possibly find. Yeah, she is beautiful. Jessica Chastain. She's ridiculous. I mean, I've, I'm not against it, but Kristen Wiig's playing uh, the villain in the new uh, Wonder Woman movie. I love Kristen Wiig. She's so yeah. fucking funny. Uh, Her and great. um, it would have been cool too because Bill Hader's he was in it. Yeah, I mean, it would have worked out really well. Uh, the God damn it. Half black girl from Saturday Night Live. Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Jesus Christ. She's awesome. She, them two together. I love, like, there's no reason why they shouldn't be the biggest comedic actresses in the well, world. Bridesmaids is, is up there with the funniest movies I've ever seen. It's insanely hilarious. And it's just a good movie, too. Like, it's her, her mental breakdown, how she recovers and all that stuff. And it does the little things right where she's making the cupcake and <clears throat> you see how good she is at it. And, and, then she, and then all she does is eat it, you know, at the end of it. So, Melissa McCarthy is so ridiculous God, funny in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taking first watch. <laughs> I love that that's her husband. Taking yeah, that's really her husband. I like it's the so fact that they're still together, even though that she, back then, she was really big, but then she got smaller and she, you know, she's pretty. As she, she's really pretty. And they're still together, you know, so. Yeah, well, that guy probably has a fucking massive dong. Probably. Got a hog. He's got a real fucking piece on him. He's just heavy He's, hanging. Well, he just look, swinging, he gets like out of the of those, shower. He looks, looks like one of those guys. It's like a schmo that has a giant. Dick. Looks like a baby's arm <laughs> doing a curl. He's got, he, he's got what, um, what Missy Elliott was talking about when they made that elephant trunk, that elephant sound during that song. Yeah, yes. yeah. a big. Yeah. He's got that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, my ass is sore. If anybody cares, <laughs> I like how you tied. Does that have to do? I like you junk? tied into the, the giant dick thing. That was neat. Yeah, yeah, my ass is sore because my dick got so big that I'm having to, to tighten my glutes at all times to carry it around. I thought you were going to say you stuffed it down yeah, through to and up it, into. Tuck it into your butt. Yeah, I thought that's where you were going. Yeah, it's so big that I got I got I got to stuff it into my own b hole. I was so. choked on my fucking bang. <laughs> no, what it is is uh, I've been doing workouts lately that have a lot of those. That's what they mean when they say go fuck yourself. Yeah. I've been, I've been doing a workout lately. It's not an insult. A lot of those squats no, where you, not at all. you go down and you just you get down to the bottom. Just hold it. And you sit there. Then you bend over and you try to touch your forearm to the ground. And you try to touch your forearm, other forearm You're to the ground. You're completely committed to the yoga. Yeah. I mean, like as in. I'm trying to do the stuff, man. It's, it's, really, it's, it's almost, awesome. it's almost like he got like a 130 pound weight loss return in like a seven month period. <laughs> I understand. You probably keep it going. Kind it of was thing. a year. It was a year. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I'm, I'm saying it's quite 130 yet. I'm not sure. You haven't gone back in the gym, is what I'm saying. You. Yeah, I don't. You don't want to. I started. Get, I started hurting. My elbow started hurting. Like like it used like my it's my right elbow, but it started hurting like my left elbow used to hurt when I pitched all the time, and mm-hmm. I don't want to get Tommy John surgery for no reason. Right. You know? But like you, the squat where I'm talking about, you get it's called catchy. You get down there and you you hang out down there for like ten or fifteen seconds, and you got to balance yourself and you got to try to do this and this, and then you gotta you gotta go up dry. Like there's no pushing yourself. You can if you not in able to do it, but you put your arms above your head and you just go up real slow, and your asshole fucking tightens. And that's why my ass has been sore all week because I've been doing this fucking <laughs> this fucking workouts. Aren't aren't girls who played? Uh, 
<coughs> catch her have the best butts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember those girls. I mean, the great big giant muscular butt from yeah, because they're squatting all the time. <clears throat> yeah, it's I played crazy. catcher one game. My dad made the league buy me a fucking mitt because he wanted to teach me a lesson about <coughs> playing playing catcher. And I was like, I'm gonna suck at this, and I I did. I sucked at it. Like people were still in second on me. I'm like, it's hard. <laughs> I like I like that you probably stood up in the middle of the thing. It's hard, okay. That's not a second, no joke. The, yeah. No, it isn't. Plus, it really isn't. Plus, whenever um, I'm throwing a long distance that isn't a pitch, a left-hander, the ball curves, so I had to aim over here to get it there. Yeah. And oftentimes, there's a batter right here if he's left-handed, so I had to fucking whiz it by his head. Your dad was really hardcore about the softball, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. It, that, I've gotten that impression. I mean, I played for like 16 years. Pull the fucking mic closer to your sorry. fucking face. He's right. I'm so sorry. He's right. God damn it. There, see how much better you sound, you dumb bitch? No. <laughs> More professional than How us. long have you guys been wanting to say that? I've said it quite a few times. Well, I'm, I'm I was, talking like um, the she last, never sits close to the mic. The, during, no, during the last episode, I was noticing I it, it was getting bad, and then yeah. I was noticing... Your two mics causing face cancellation. Like this, hey. It's just sound like, <laughs> it's like that's why I really, I really, uh, and no one else is probably picking up on it. But it, it, as a sound, you know, it's as a nerdy sound engineer, I was like, I'm gonna say something about this at some point. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not bad Damn. enough. To, it's not bad enough to. It's me been to hampering like, my relationship. <laughs> I'm just saying you guys should speak up more often. No, well, usually I just. I, I don't just, know what I don't know. I just stay on the knob, and if you're not loud enough, I just. It's not something that, the, up a that the listeners are probably even going to notice, but I no, hear it. He they are not going to hear it. <laughs> they are not going to notice it. Yeah. Because once not, I... Once now I they are. That, never <laughs> like, like, try, like, try, like, move, like, talk into your mic and move your mic closer to hello, her mic. Hello, hello, hello. Testing. Getting Ladder. closer to the mic. Hello. Getting closer to the mic. I don't hear anything. <laughs> I still don't hear anything. Well, see, whenever, whenever it was... Anything. Yeah, the, her mic was, like, in the middle of the room there for a while. There you go. I like that. I'm on top. Do you guys hear anything? I do. I, do really? Yeah, I think I we ought to get her a megaphone. Uh-huh. She can sit outside and. Like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like she kept getting like further away from it. I think we're. I, th- I think I should pan her hard left. Now talk. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. I like now. This. Let's do hard right. <laughs> hey, that sounds so weird. I don't like that. Yeah, no. We should do a freaking binaural podcast. You'll be in the right. I've been suggesting this for a while. I'll be actually. in the left. Ooh. That sounds weird. Oh, that is. I can't crazy. pan Aaron though. Aaron's doesn't have a pan oh. option. <laughs> Hot I like dog. It I don't like it. You could do no. It would actually be right if you did it subtly, like fifty percent this way, fifty percent that way. So it sounds like. You're sitting in a room like the, you, the listeners are here with us. Yes, I I've been like saying this, this for I've been saying sound. this for like two years. Huh. I mean, no, I can pan Aaron. There we go, pan Aaron a little bit Aaron. over here. Yeah, just like can subtle changes. It's very like, subtle. I've got it about twenty five percent. I do. I've got it a little bit more. I over guess here. So. Yeah. I've got and, it. And what it does actually is it makes your voice. If two people are talk, talking over each other, you can actually hear them both more clearly because they're delineated God by damn it by the um the location in the. The stereo spectrum. See what the the end goal for all of this is. Eventually, what I'm going to do is we're all going to each have our own soundproof booth, and we're not going to sit at the table anymore. <laughs> it's just going to be a thing. It's going to cost hundreds. So of that way, of so that way we can sit here and be like, ah, ah yeah, ah, and you know, no one would know. Yeah, I mean, they would because I want to masturbate they, all they the time. Know, but during the show, and I just never get around to it. <laughs> so anyway, my ass is sore. Talk about a circle jerk. Mm. 
All right, that's the show. Thanks for coming. (laughs) (laughs) Semen. (laughs) Let's see how that sounds. Semen. Now now what I'm going to do is I'm going to start over here, and I'm going to fade it as it goes. You can go fuck yourself. I like that. That's nice. That's nice. (sighs) Fuck. (laughs) So how's everybody's week been? Um, Okay. Like, uh, I don't know. I went. Uh, I went off the diet hardcore. I oh, got. Let's get I, into that. I went to fucking. Were you all like, is what? that salmon? <laughs> no, that was far too healthy for me to eat. Um, I went and I got. I was like, well, I'm gonna have to be here for 16 hours, so um, I need to eat. So I got a large pizza and a pubwich, and I smashed the pubwich in the fucking parking lot <laughs> at work. It. I fucking Hell love yeah. it, dude. I love it. <laughs> He's Some, not. He's not talking about the, li- the little pubwits either. No, I'm talking. No, <laughs> they have a little. It one. was the big boy. I mean, it was fucking. It's the big sm- daddy. Smash it, and then I eat a piece of pizza afterwards and fucking cupcakes. <laughs> I was sitting there like, "Oh, did you pull your headphones out?" I did. You geezer. Geezer's coming back, you guys. <laughs> I like what. Uh, what I like spawned geezer. this? The uh, um, and what what kind of pubwits was it? Ham. Okay, you got the the, the, the pubwits. Yeah, yeah, the pubwits. The the pubwits. I like the chicken bacon ranch. CBR. It's okay, but it's a, it's a not really a publish. I mean, it's got to be a publish. It's got to be tradish. Tradish. Yeah. yeah um, you got to have that soggy ass. Uh, so then, the baked man. After that, the day after that, I went and I got a box of Inman's donuts, mm. and I ate the whole box that day. Not at a sitting, but I ate them that day. Wait, what I, kind of what kind of donuts are those? The, there was the Inman's, uh, the softies. It was powdered sugar. Regular powdered sugar, cinnamon, and yeah. the, and the cake. Oh yeah, the mix. That's the way to fucking fuck go. Yeah, it is, dude. And um, <laughs> it fucking, doesn't sound to me like it is. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I, it, this led me down this fucking rabbit hole of just because after going to Walmart after eating all this food and just seeing the immensely unhealthy and fat people, it led me down this rabbit hole of like, wait a second, sugar is a drug. And this actually occurred to me because today, like, this is the last day I'm doing it. So I didn't want to eat regular food, which my house is full of. I was like, I want to go get something shitty. So like, I'm going to drive down to Go Mart for the express purpose of buying powdered donuts, which I did. <laughs> and um, I'm eating them on the I, I didn't even wait. I was eating them in the car. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm sitting there going, you know, a, a street drug dealer has more respect and more morals than the sugar industry. Because they are, are just, it, it's, it, people get onto people's backs for being fat. That shit is fucking addictive. My brain is now rewired a little bit like, you know, take a few days to get out of it, but I'll be fine again. See, this, and not have gained see, that much weight. See, the thing is, the sugar addicts are in denial about the fact mm-hmm. that they're doing drugs. Right. The street addicts are like, no, I want drugs, and this is how much I'm willing to pay for. Yeah. Sure. It's far more honest. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, there, nobody... In the drug world, looks at you and says, "You know, this is a health thing, or this is nutrition." No, you're fucking yourself. I'm up. trying to get they high. They know you're fucking up. I want. I want to get high. Exactly. I don't give a fuck about the consequences. Exactly. I'm trying to get the high. The dirtier and shittier, the better, because that's going to make the high better. And that's basically what sugar is. Only they created this whole fucking illusion that you know it's actually it's it's food and this is fun and this is no, it's fucking amazingly addictive garbage they've actually sold they've actually sold it to to us as it's healthy because it's low fat well there's that too. and then they and then they, and then they ejaculate an unhealthy amount of sugar into it the yes. snack wells paradox that's, that's, that's your title all, 
appreciate good marketing because that's where no i get it okay but i am saying this though the sugar people are they're they're panicking though because i walked into fucking walmart they are selling giant boxes of candy for a dollar if i was an infinifat fuck and didn't give a shit about anything I, this would be a great time because people are starting to eat healthier Dude, that's where not I around go. here when i want to go overall. off the, when <laughs> I around go here. Off the rails, walmart is the place to go so. absolutely because they know all the pores are coming in oh, who the all pores. the pores <laughs> All of us pores. So all you had to retract that. <laughs> no, no. All, all the, the pores. All the. What all, do you think? I'm a fucking Rockefeller. Get the fuck out of here. All the chub, all the chubby churches with those long yeah, skirts that you're not allowed to look. And they have a look like their bodies are lumpy and misshapen, and then they have the pinched face because they don't have any teeth, and their hair lacks luster. I mean, they are just incredibly, depressingly unhealthy people. But and it's just they would give you the shirt off their back, and they're buying Patty Lapel Bell Paws, and they're happy. I think we should be happy for them. I don't care. I'm saying I would like to be happy for them if they, because you know they're miserable. They're miserable people. I ate like this for four days. I'm fucking miserable. Like four days I in fucking, a row. Yes. That's, smashed it. You know, and I, I you were such do a, it a lot. powdered donut, Mark. Oh. Are you shitting me? I didn't know. I, 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 if I had sex or powdered donuts and and didn't care about my diet, I would honestly have to make a decision on what I wanted more. And you like the like, cho- you like the powdered donuts better than the chocolate covered ones. I don't like powdered mm-hmm. donuts. Not not chocolate colored covered guy. Donuts. What about super donuts? No, super donuts are garbage. They are they are attempting to be healthy. Whoa. Fuck that. A, do- a donut is a donut. No 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 no. <laughs> I, I studied this uh, and all the little Debbie line because there was a guy that had a little Debbie thing set up at this at this casino that I used to work at and the whole little Debbie line of all the shits. The nut butters, the you know, the, the, the I love nut butters. Whatever the fuck, damn it, they're the best. All of them. The 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 super donut was rated the worst because of, I guess, because of the the calorie content. Yeah, it was like the highest fat. But didn't they have of, vitamins and minerals in it? I find it does. I'm not saying thing. I'm not saying that it doesn't have vitamins and minerals, and I'm just saying that it uh, objectively, based on you know, just just based on like. Calories and empty calories and things mm-hmm. like it had like a trim, just a tremendous, the most amount of like calories, like like empty calories. Right. Does Little Debbie make the super donut? No. I, it's, well, uh, I don't know if it's Little Debbie Sun Valley or something like that. Right. I thought it was, but gross. they they used to have one. Oh really? Little Debbie had a super that. donut. Maybe it's not Little Debbie. Maybe it's the other one. This is the Coastus lo- logo for super donut. It's just yeah, super it's donut. Just super. I mean, it's, it's its own company. I mean, I it was smart. But there, yeah, whatever that donut was, maybe I'm thinking of a different product. I just. I was sitting there, you know, and I, like I was saying, I was really like craving a donut, like sitting at a house. I'm like, you know, I've got all this healthy food in there. I can go. And usually this, here's the thing, too. I'm dreading the next few days because I got to kick my my body back out of that fucking realm I'm in. So for a few days, I was at a point that a cliff bar, which is a health bar, it has a lot of sugar in it, but um, was so Overpoweringly sweet with peanut butter on it, that that was my dessert. Cliff know. bars are garbage, just uh, so you all know. Well, garbage. There are these one. I can't think of the name of I it. I mean, there's stuff in there that your body can they use. They taste good. I said so, the thing. I, I never thought they tasted that. That's good. the thing. Really? I can't even stand it. Like, I take one bite and I'm full and I never want to eat it again. I think they're so nasty. I hmm. like the uh, chocolate chip one, but there's. At, That's the way to go. At Sheets, they have, and I found them, it's like power. Or protein ten or something. Anyways, they're these protein bars that you keep refrigerated, and there's like twenty some carbs in it. So like, if I want something sweet but I don't want to go off the rails, it's a good splurge. Right. 
but they have uh, a couple different flavors and they're delicious. I highly mm. recommend. You don't know the name of them? It's like I'm trying to find like I can see it. Nutrition mm. facts about super donuts and it's not looking great for them. I mean, I literally downloaded a PDF that has the <laughs> <laughs> All right, you get one the serving size is one super donut, 250 calories, calories from fat 100. 11 grams of fat, 3 grams of saturated. So I was thinking of there's this little Debbie product that was like this. 29 grams of carbs. What about the pinwheels? You remember those? Oh, God. They're so fucking good. Yes. I remember eating those for breakfast. Fucking chocolate and marshmallow. And- no, no, no. I'm there. thinking of the pecan. The- yeah, it had like the roll pecan, pecan spinners. Is yeah. that what it's yeah. called? Yeah, boom. Yeah. 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 But I would like unravel that. I like unraveled all my little Debbie cakes. Like psychopath. <laughs> Swiss cake rolls, like I was like opening it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would, I, I always do that because it lasted longer. I would eat the nutter butters like layer by layer. God, so weird. So good. The nutter butters, yeah. I would, I would peel, peel them off, and I would eat them. Yeah, one yeah. Time. But like when I became old enough to buy my own box of nutter butters, I never did that again. Still do. I Makes just, me happy. I think I kind of shoved it. I do it less. But when I was a kid, I would take McDonald's cheeseburgers, and I would take the top bun off, and I would eat it, and then I would. I, would, I did that too. I would scrape the cheese off with my teeth, and then I would eat the bottom bun. And yeah, never then I would because like I always got two cheeseburgers, and I take the two patties left and munch them down with some fries in between them. See, so in betwixt. betwixt. When I was a kid, I was a mom, and them got on to me, and I knew I was right. When I even back then, I would eat just the the meat off the burger, and that's all I wanted. And they're like, you have to eat the other stuff. Just eating meat is bad. And I'm sitting there, you know, here I am later, 40-some years old. Hey, guess what? I was right the whole uh, fucking time. As I- a vegan <laughs> and someone who's pretty much ate nothing but meat for the past month, I don't know that we're supposed to eat vegetables. At least I don't know that I'm supposed to eat vegetables. I'm just not sure. My dumps have been nice and healthy. They have been I think healthy. That, I oh, think they've been the greenage. I think that you should greenage. Your body will crave it if eventually if you don't eat it. So maybe that's the key that you should eat it when you crave it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like last weekend I went to my mom's and every every meal my mom makes involves mashed potatoes. Yeah, she made baked steak and gravy, which was tremendous. I ate the fuck out of it and I felt like garbage the rest of the day, but it was worth it because my mom makes that once a year, so it's got to get eaten. Yeah, um, but I didn't feel great the rest of the day after. Of course, I did have like two. Two heaping servings of mashed potatoes. Yeah, but what well, am I going to do? The, and then the gravy's got flour in. Oh, it. Well, of course it does. Yeah. It was great. I loved it. Um, mashed potato, mashed potato. Mashed potatoes are so good. Yeah, but yeah, I'm not sure. Um, Trump, that's a th- funny thing. Uh, they've been they they tried to, his Trump's old doctor who just is now running for office to quit revealed that they were grinding up fucking cauliflower trying to put it in his mashed potatoes because he's a fucking child and won't eat fucking vegetables at all. Maybe he shouldn't. <laughs> I'm just saying though. He's maybe just that's, maybe he's right. Maybe Trump has been right. Maybe he's been time. right this entire. I mean, look at his build. It's pretty. It's impressive. He's building mass. He's cultivating mass. Well, just wait till summer of 2022. When he's shred zone, bud. Yeah. Let's get that summer bod. Yeah. <laughs> the first term is a lot more stressful. Wait till he really, really, till he really hits his stride. Second term, he doesn't give a fuck. Wait, wait till he really hits his stride in like the fourteenth term when yeah. he's like one hundred and thirteen years old. Oh, yeah. But he's going to live forever, and he so he can rule on and on and <laughs> you know, on and on. You know on. that he's going to be a coward when it comes to death. He's going to be clinging to life as, as much. Well, as Well, I mean, why he, would you he, be afraid of death when you're never going to die? He's yeah. a god emperor of yeah. all mankind. He doesn't. Have he's to worry immortal, about Charles. Okay. He's immortal. 
He's there's some Latin like phrase I want to say here, but I don't know Latin. So <laughs> ad infinitum. Donk. Donkness. Donkness. He's got the donkness. Maximus Donkus. How long have you been doing carnival? About a month. About a month. It's not strict. Like I ate uh I ate those uh hero bars for lunch some uh, every day pretty much. And I chew gum to keep me from uh, doing the uh, this all day at work, which has already saved me like $60. I've bought one pack of the pods in a week. That's awesome. I've still got two left. Nice. So We've been talking about starting carnivore, but we just we haven't. You we can do it sort food. of cheap. I mean, if you like eggs and bacon. Well, if you guys are saving all this money, it might be a good time to, to get into the market because, uh, you know, the market's... Like crashing pretty bad right now because of coronavirus. So if you yeah. ever had an inclination well, to start investing, um, how big of a deal do you think this coronavirus thing is? Not, I don't know, man. Same as the pig. I mean, flu. it's named after the a pig beer. flu. Is huge. I mean, no, it's a big how deal. Serious? It's a big deal, but it's not a big deal like, um, <clears throat> it's not a big deal commensurate with the market panic, the 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 panic, the panic element that that's. You know. How many people have actually got it? Like I haven't um, done any. It's here, not. So. It's not really that many compared to the global population. To be honest, it's like um, I, I don't know the exact numbers, but it's like tens. It's like only in the tens of thousands globally. Um, in the United States, I think it's sixty or so. In Italy, it's like four hundred. Um, so here, I'll just state a couple of facts that I read. I believe that these are facts. I read them from fact-based fact based big name news sources that are trustworthy because facts would you like some Snopes <laughs> because facts because facts because not fake news because it's a fact Snopes point if you get if you're let's say age and all the other things being equal the official death rate if you get coronavirus you contracted the coronavirus you have it your chance of dying from it is 0.7% that's pretty serious that means if you roll the dice you know w- like less than one, a little bit less than one percent of the time, you could die. All the things being equal, no one aged nine or under has died from the coronavirus of the tens of thousands of people who have contracted it. No children have died nine or below. As your age goes up, and then like a parabolic parabolic curve, as the older you get. And more and more so, as you get older and older, your chances of dying go up and up. So, like an eighty-year-old has like a fifteen percent chance of dying if they get it. It's not a bad way, ass way to go out at eighty, though. It's yeah. it's almost as if these. Um, it's almost as like it's it's, it's almost everything as, else. It's almost as if these Chinese population control central planning psychopaths came up with a virus to population control away some of the old people to help their economy so that there's less the costly old people they could take they cost a lot of money with all this stuff to take care of and it would really be a big boon to the economy if we get rid of them and have you know have more young people in our economy That's terrifying joke. and and there's i know well i watched the document don't okay l- l- let me tell you that. you can oh. google search this and you're going to get a lot of things that say Debunked, 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 it's being debunked. Well, no shit, if you fucking Google search it, of course you're going to get 10 million. If the first fucking 10 million results are going to be, this has been debunked. But if you dig a little bit deeper, um, there's like the Wuhan province or whatever where it started. There's Wuhan, a, there's I got a fucking, you all in There's check. a fucking uh, virio- <laughs> vir- a vir- virology department there, a Chinese virology department, where they develop uh, biological weapons. And 
they're all saying it's, it started in this fish market and there's like a, an enormous amount of like like smoking gun evidence that it that not all of it came from the fish market like it came from somewhere else went through the fish market and there because there are other cases that didn't originate from the fish market um i know nothing i don't know i, I know absolutely nothing but somebody out there knows what's going on here and um my contention is that this is a man-made disease. Uh, well, I know, know. Who, I know who knows about it because he's been put in charge. Mike Pence, he knows all. Hey, he's old Pensy. They're they're going to get a war room together, and him, 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 him and the rest of the Christians are going to get in one room and pray it. They're going to pray gonna it all lay away. hands on the and that the, the there's Thoughts like there's there's like an upper echelon of people, at least in China or wherever this originated, that have the antidote, that have the vaccine. But um, and and if you know, check this out. There's this thing called disaster capitalism, right? Oh yeah. If you know that something real bad is going to happen, and you know what that thing is, and you can quantify how bad it's going to be, you can very easily profit very quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know those execs at the 24-hour news stations are just jerking off to this. But I mean, not just coronavirus. I mean, yes. not just that. Like, say you know, okay, you know, a certain company already has the vaccine for it or whatever. Okay. Well, you just wait until the exact rock bottom of that company as the stocks go down, and then you buy it right when it's at the bottom. And then, oh, well, you know, the day after you you put $10 million into such and such uh, pharmaceutical company, the vaccine comes out. I'm not really worried about it. I'm going to give you a little lesson about economics. If you know that something's (laughs) going to happen. Have you ever seen Back to the Future 2? If you know something's going to happen... You can very easily invest accordingly and profit from it. I'm not really worried about getting the coronavirus uh, because I, uh, I, uh, I drink Miller Lite. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That's no, comedy. But I, that's, comedy. I, that, I don't want to get into too much because I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. But um, I mean, it's for most of us, it's just the fucking flu, y'all. I mean, like well, you get but the thing is, too. I mean. You're dealing with such moronic people. Uh, you know, it's a point. Uh, the regular flow is a point one percent kill rate, and and this one's a point seven. Well, no, I've heard it's as high as two two percent. So that's a twenty fold increase in between them. That's um, not what I just read. Well, I, I don't know. I, I heard that. You know, I, I read that and heard it on the news. Um, the this the swine flu had a. I think 1% or 2% kill rate, and it killed 100 million people. When was that? 1918. Oh, 1918. The swine flu? It was a good year. Yeah, it's the end of World War I and the swine flu I concurrently. Mean, the swine flu killed more people than World War I did. So, don't we all just want to go back to the good old days? I don't see, even at that, even I want to know what it's that, like to have my own water fountain. Yeah. So you're talking about you're talking about a, you're talking about a time before people had running water and knew about germs. Yeah, I, I understand there is. A, I'm just saying. I'm saying there. Is, I know there's a difference. I'm just saying that, you know, on any extended timeline, a pandemic is going to happen. I mean, I'm not saying maybe it's not even this one this time, but I'm saying it will eventually happen. I hope it's the so, coronavirus. It's you know. Don't you hope that this is the one? Basically, unless unless the virus mutates and becomes. Sentient? Like a threatening thing that can actually wipe out. You know what I mean? We're, we're prob- I'm not saying it's not going to continue to kill people. I'm not saying it's not going to get any worse. I'm just saying even if it gets worse, there's a very real mathematical limit to the damage that it can do. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're not an old person. 
And God bless the old people. I'm not trying to like say I don't care about them. I'm not trying to say I don't care about people that die from this. I'm just saying. I will say that I don't care about people. I'm saying that 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 like the market reaction, the fact that the stock market, you know, the Dow's down 14 percent this week from the record highs. Like that's crazy. It's a crazy drop over the fucking sniffles. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> it's the fucking sniffles. Like get over it. What if it just take killed- some vitamin C and like just. Just, you know, relax. If you're that scared, stay home. What if it just killed people who, like, stereotypically drink Corona? Wasn't I mean, there an actual... I would say that that would really hurt Mexico's economy. Wasn't yeah. there an actual thing done where they, they were asking people that drank beer if they were going to drink Corona? <laughs> I'm sure so. they have. Oh, God. Yeah. Like it, it, it ended up being, like, like 12% of people that was buying beer, they weren't going to buy Corona because of the virus. <laughs> um, did they just do this poll in America? Because that sounds suspicious. Bud- like a bunch Budweiser of lost like $150 million in profits because of all the, 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 the drinky Chinese people who can't, who are quarantined, who can't go to the store to get their normal booze ration. They love wow. to get drunk over like there. hundreds of hundreds of millions of dollars in profit. They lost just because of the quarantines and stuff. Just because of beer. It's insane. It's got to really in hit China, China Just market. because of beer in China. Chinese market, man. Well, they also, uh, you've seen it. We've all seen it, how they uh, uh, make all the movies to appeal overseas. Like the the character in uh, Doctor Strange. What's her face? The yeah. uh, What's the fucking lady's name? Blonde Tilda, lady. Tilda Swinton. Yeah. That character in the comics is Korean. Yeah. And, they, and a man. And a man. So they changed it to this lady because she would play better in China rather than a Korean. Yeah. And they change all kinds of things. Uh, that being for, said, she did a good job. Yeah, she did great. Mm-hmm. Since I don't know anything about the comics, I don't care. But, uh, they, but why isn't Hollywood like talking about how that was whitewashed? Like, where's well, that? They did really, a little, didn't it? They really wanted to uh, uh, Tarantino to take out the scene with Bruce Lee. In uh, yeah. once upon a time in Hollywood, and he yeah. wouldn't do it, so it didn't play in China. So they lost a lot of money. <laughs> but he's not making a, an edit for you. I like that. I respect that. Sure. Fuck China. Of course, South Park went after him. <laughs> yeah, it was that's great. been my favorite episode. <laughs> this last season. You guys want to do favorite things? Fuck yes. Jesus, Elaine. Elaine is all horned up. Over <laughs> <Yeah. there. laughs> Did you get a new toy this week? Or <laughs> whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens Brown paper packages tied up with strings These are a few of my favorite things Cream-colored ponies and crisp apple strudels Doorbells and sleigh bells and schnitzel with noodles Wild geese that fly That'd be so good if we were like slightly panned These are a few of my favorite things Girls in white dresses with blue satin sashes Snowflakes that stay on my nose and eyelashes She looks a lot of shit (laughs) (laughs) That Julie Andrews fucked back in the day Sure Uh, Excuse me Taters, what you got there, champ? Um, Whammy (laughs) You remind me of old Keck Thank you Um, I uh, just beat Burial at Sea uh, part Ooh. one and two before I came here, and it's uh, that's a great game. I've not, uh, I don't know if I've heard you talk Bioshock. about Bioshock. Oh, yeah, it's the, it's the da- downloadable content to Bioshock Infinite, and Bioshock Infinite takes place in, in Columbia, which is a floating city. The original Bioshock takes place in Rapture, which is a sunken city. Bioshock 
Infinite Burial at Sea is the two characters from Infinite in the original Bioshock world. So yeah. it's fucking like the first part is so good. good, but the second part is the, is the most amazing thing because they tie both games together. And, um, it, you know, it was sad because the girl, Elizabeth, sacrificed herself to save. She was the one who who made sure that the guy, the character from Bioshock that you're playing wins, like gets, gets there and, you know, takes out the, the main villain to save all the, the little girls that are little sisters. Mm. Like the, the last part is her t- opening a tear onto the airplane. Like, cause the character from Bioshock's on an airplane on the beginning yeah, that's and, he's, how and he's looking at the thing, he's smoking a cigarette. Then he gets up and, you know, apparently it reveals to you in this, that he killed, that he shoots, he shoots the sewers and then he shoots the pilots to make the plane cr- crash. And the trigger uh, phrase is "Would you kindly?" Every time they say "Would you, would you kindly," you, he has to do what you say. Tell him to do. Oh, so I've never played any of these games. They're fucking dude. The story is is, is yeah. So it's fucking a first amazing. person, and just it's, put it it's on creepy. Just to play. Yeah, it's creepy, and it's um. But Elizabeth, like, in in this one, she couldn't use her terror ability, so she just had to be a regular person with weapons and go through it and then she wins and at the end there's this there's this French song playing at the beginning and I don't even know it's a really beautiful song but at the end she's laying there because the Frank Fontaine had killed her had caved her fucking head in with a wrench and she's laying there bleeding and one of the little sisters who they went out to say the beginning is singing it to her and she's holding her hand and Elizabeth smiles and she just kind of slumps over that's the end of the fucking game so you know it was like it's sad it's really sad that's the one. Very okay, like art deco-y. Yeah. yeah, like it's a bunch of uh, a lot of steel, a lot I'm of something in my pocket. Yeah, that's dude. It's a beautiful song. I have no fucking idea what the, what it's about. Right She's now. talking about fingering her butt. Neat. <laughs> it's beautiful. She's getting three knuckles deep. This is all the way to the fist. One, two, three. That's the third knuckle. You're just right up in there. Neat. Yeah. Um, just snapping your fingers in there. But the girl is singing that to her. Does she have a Patreon? <laughs> she has an OnlyFans. <laughs> an OnlyFans. <laughs> I, th- I thought about starting an OnlyFans. Just videos of me doing yoga in my in my skivvies. Yeah, why not? In my undergutchies. <laughs> Somebody uh, might be I'll into s- it. Have you seen, uh, listened to or looked up the seventy or the sixty-eight-year-old lady that does it? They were well, talking about well, it uh, on uh, your mom's house. Your mom's house. Have you found her yet? No. Do I uh, need to find uh, her? Uh, we'll find make, her. Make yeah. that your favorite thing. Yeah. That's cool. Any more favorite things, Chuck? Um, how was the gym this week? Wasn't good this week. Wasn't good. I missed a bunch. It was of days great, and the diet's awful. But so. you said you were going to start with the. Uh, I'm starting tomorrow. Those animals. Yeah. At, uh, where you? Where do they run? Riverside with. Uh, this guy who's at one point the literally the world's best bench presser. Um, so that wasn't good, but I did start reading. I uh, started reading a bunch of history books. And I just blew through them, like uh, read about a bunch about the uh, the Incas and the Olmecs and the you know all the Central American like civilizations that you know how that how complex and stuff they were and then how much they they conquered each other and then described them after first contact with the conquistadors and all that stuff that happened it was it's interesting stuff um conquistador is such a great word 
It is, and it's, um, it's true. But they're not. But they were terrible human beings. I mean, they were just absolutely animals. I mean, they did some of the worst. Fuck yeah, animals. Some of the worst fucking Whoa. shit you can fucking possibly imagine. Shit those I mean. Indians. <laughs> <laughs> like you are of, an animal, like sexy. Like DeSoto, DeSoto would had these big vicious dogs. I think it was DeSoto, and he would starve the dogs so much that he would feed like live infants to them in front of their mothers. Like that's they, that's kind of shit. Sort of like did. Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, the thing about it is the Catholic Church declared... See, here's the thing about Christianity. If you're not human, then what? There, it's a tacit and almost encouragement to punish the heathen or kill the animal that's, uh, that's masquerading as a person. So they told them, well, these people, these things have no souls, so you can do whatever you want to them. That gave these horrible, awful fucking people from medieval, medieval Europe, which is one of the worst fucking periods in any kind of history. I mean, they're just filthy and stupid... And and savage and have lived through every fucking plague that you can possibly think of. Their bodies are disease machines, you know, but also their immunity is fucking um, off the charts. Like if you live to, to an adult age in that society, you could not get sick anymore because you had been sick so many fucking times. So they were just living their best lives. Yeah. <laughs> they were just getting after it. I mean, YOLO. London, <laughs> London would fill up every. You know, the people would come in from the countryside and every summer it would empty because all the people would die. So, you know, you're talking about and then the Native Americans who practiced, you know, hygiene, and all this shit. They, they try to 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 say that, especially with the Central Americans, because they practiced some some uh, human sacrifice, they deserve what was coming to them. You know, is that's nothing could be farther from the fucking truth. And. The sheer brutality of the conquistadors and the people who went to came to North America beggars the imagination. I mean, they the the shit that they described, like, and not even from there. We have no written records from Native Americans because they had no real written language at that point. They did, but not to I think describe such complex concepts. So it's from the point of view of a Catholic priest. Roberto de las Casas who described the whole thing, and it almost drove him insane because he's just like these are people. And I'm sitting here watching these these countrymen of man and some foreigners destroy these human beings wholesale with with glee, hacking them down and killing women and children, infants and cribs. You know, this all this awful shit. Can you fucking imagine being being a part of that? You know, I'm so grateful that Donald Trump is our president now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he he would look at it and probably jerk off because there there used to be that used to be the America. That's the America liberals want. What's that? The human sacrifices, the sharks with feathers, the you know, <laughs> sharks with feathers, eating their own poop, all that stuff. Well, I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad before those dirty damn Europeans got here. Well, there. Were, here's the thing to you. In any kind of history of revisionist, either right wing or left wing, what the left wing people do is try to paint the Native Americans as either noble savages, savages, or a group of people that were just caught up, you know, that were somehow had a more enlightened society and all that stuff. That's not necessarily true. In some points, yes. In some points, no. They're people. They're and their civilizations develop along different lines. That's just the way it is. You know, that does not make them neither better nor worse than other people. But in this, in, the, in these instances, the Europeans were far worse. I mean, they were just, they were awful, awful fucking people. And, 
you know, and then the right wing people always do like, well, they were caught up in the in the manifest destiny and and uh, diseases killed all of them. No, they died a lot by violence. You know, I wouldn't say majority by violence, but because violence just can't compare to what disease can do. But a lot, you know, so it's like the whole thing with Columbus Day and all that stuff. All these dumb fucks on Fox News who have never read a, a book about anything and don't know anything, you know, and sit here and argue that, you know, the lefties want to do this and basically fuck Native Americans and all this stuff and they should just shut up. That whole fucking line that they take. Are people really it's saying fuck insulting. Native Americans right now? Yeah, Fox News basically said that. I mean, they basically said that. What? I mean, not not in so many words, but when you have that, that stance on it, I mean, go watch their Columbus Day. Uh, that They bring it up every Columbus Day because there is a push by the left and people who were somewhat associated with the left to take the man, strike the man's name from history because he's not important. He isn't. He isn't important. He did, not, he did nothing really of note because other people had done it before and had actually done it better. So, you know, why are we still celebrating him? It doesn't really make any fucking sense. I mean, if you want to celebrate European, uh, you know, exploration, how about... Celebrating the Vikings who came here first, or you know what I mean, who came here a thousand years before he did. I would love like a Viking festival. We yeah. should Just make like one. Yeah, fucking everybody walking Sponsored around with turkey legs. <laughs> I, got, radio. I actually have some artwork that goes along with that. I, mean, I can't wait. But I mean, I just you know, and also uh, you know, there's there's evidence that uh, that uh, Pacific Islanders had come to South America and, and influenced their culture a lot. You know, there's uh, there's there's evidence that the Phoenicians had 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 gotten out of. Yeah, that's the thing too. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Well, I, I don't know. This, I mean, t- to play devil's advocate here, it's like there's a point in time where where like a major shift happened, where America went from being isolated from Europe and Asia more or less for like a ten thousand year period. Yeah, more or less. I mean, there were people coming in and out. We know that now, but it didn't. There wasn't like a. There wasn't a. Like a major shift that occurred. There until, was a push that happened at that until point. Yeah. 1492 when Columbus did his thing, and then and that that kind of set that that started the crack. Like, oh my God, there's all this free shit over there. We got to get room. And so, just in terms of what happened historically, if you look at the turn of events and kind of what set things in motion, you know, the whole Christopher Columbus kind of setting things off with with that whole thing and kind of getting getting creating the buzz, right? Like if something happens on the internet. Right, like if if something takes off, like a, like say for example, we're doing Pillow Fort Radio. We've been doing this shit for years. We've been doing the same basic shtick for years. All of a sudden, one person, one famous person, says, "Oh my God, you guys got to check out Pillow Fort." Where they tweet it, babushka. That person that tweeted that is going to get credit for it. He might be a piece of shit. He might rape Indians. He might fuck dogs. He might be a piece of shit. Please don't. But talk about Boulevard Radio. <laughs> We're the most anti-pedophilia <laughs> podcast of all time. But what I'm saying is, is that his, like just it's historically accurate to say that 1492, bam, buzz happened as fast as they could get shifts and send messages. The buzz started happening. They yeah. started investing. They started sending ships over here. The plague started happening. You know, the plague wiped out 90 percent of the Indian, 95 percent of the Indians. Whatever happened, happened. And Columbus that, was trending in real life, and that yeah, that chronologically there was an event that had that was Cristobal Colon coming over here, who was a Spanish guy, not a, or Italian or whatever the hell he was. He's Italian, Italian, but he was doing it on behalf of the Spanish Empire, and then that happened. 
I understand. Yeah, and yeah, then there yeah, was, a, and then there was the thing with the Mayflower, and they met Indians, and they had this thing, and they were like, "We're we're thankful to share that you guys welcomed us onto this continent." You and know, we ate turkey together. And then we have this awesome holiday called Thanksgiving, where we're together, and we get, we're thankful that we share things. You know what I mean? It's like you could you could paint it out. You could tw- you could you can spin things to paint it out to be evil, or you can spin it to paint it out like this is just literally what happened. And they made colored. I understand paper, that. I understand. I get it. I get what you're saying. That you know, I'm not f- jumping on the left wing band on the on the left wing bandwagon. It's not left this. or right. What, I, what just, I'm saying is is that it is you know to deny the actions of the people who did that did this stuff. That's part and parcel that whole thing. You know what I mean? If if history huh. was told warts warts and all, I'd be fine with it. But it isn't. And it's you know, it's, I mean, I mean, you know, I don't think that anyone's denying that it happened. They're just saying, well, yeah, that was five hundred years ago, and I don't care. Yeah, I know that's what they say. I mean, that's what the majority of people like. Say. Like you can't, you can't, um, you can't virtue signal about something that happened half of a thousand years ago. I mean, you oh, just can't. You can. you can, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how much traction you're going to get. Like, you got to have people who care. Like yeah, it's got to be. It has to be somewhat recent. You know what I mean? Like you people are starting to care about Columbus and all of his bullshit. Well, I could, I mean, I could be like, my granddaddy was hung because of a crime he didn't commit. Right. You know, it might be interesting for me to tell that story, but no one's going to be viscerally affected. Well, by it because- I understand, and I, I agree with that. But the, the, I'm not talking about the event itself. What I'm talking about is the the attitude toward currently, where we still have instead of teaching. You know, it goes back to what's taught in schools and stuff like that. If you have things taught, like and not indigenous people will say that's fucking dumb. I mean, that's just that's 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 milk toast, non-specific. You know, like I've said before, find a, a historical figure that's a Native American and make that their day you know try to try to fix some of the shit instead of having a commercial yeah he's actually sicilian um that colonial mindset you know is you know what you should do chuck i think you should make a road trip i think you should go to the black hills of south dakota and i think you should go visit the crazy horse monument because that shit is dank you been there yeah it does look cool i'd like to go so like the crazy horse monument here's the gist of it i was there I did not go see the fucking Ru- Mount Rushmore because fuck that. I saw it from a distance as I was driving by. Was it so cool? Did you feel proud to be an American? Well, I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> Do you think there's room for Trump's face? I know I'm free. And I'm proud to support the man who died, who gave his life to me. And I'm glad we stand up. Boom, boom. to you. <laughs> Today. No, but the <laughs> the Crazy Horse Monument. So there's Mount Rushmore, which has the four presidents on it. Yeah, Jefferson and Lincoln and Washington and one other and Roosevelt. 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 Um, feels kind of random that he was on there. So you yeah. take those. You take you take frame that right there. There's four faces on it. It's this giant rock that they carve the shit out of, right? Their faces. All the whole monument, the whole Mount Rushmore monument, fits on the forehead of Crazy Horse, Ooh, who is riding nuts. a horse with a spear and pointing with a big sign that says, uh, "That says, um, um, my lands are where my dead lie buried." That's awesome. And this guy started it. Um, I don't. I'm going to mess the years up because this, um, this is fuzzy. It was brain. fairly recently. I thought. It, it, is um, it finished? It's been less. No, yeah, he started it. Um, I'm going to say he started in the 40s or something. And he had this huge family, had like a million kids, and they still work on it. 
every single penny of this motherfucker has been non-government yeah. funded. They have rejected. The, the government tried to get involved and say, "We want to support what you're doing now that you're taking off and that it's real popular and you're virtue signaling, <laughs> and we want to get in on it." And they're like, "No, fuck you. We don't want your fucking blankets." We don't want your fucking plague blankets. So we don't want your fucking money. American family. No, it's a white family, but yeah. they but they work directly with the tribes. Sure. The tribes are who commissioned it. Awesome. The tribes commissioned this dude. They, he was a big sculptor, and they're like, we want to make a monument that that says what we want to say, which is that this is our land. You know what I mean? Because we've got this white man monument here, All right? And we want to say we want to speak our piece, and we've got you know this money and everything. We've got we own the land. We you know name your price. Let's let's figure let's work something out. So this guy started working on. I can't remember the dude's name or anything. This is going to be terrible, but he start. I remember this story. He started working on it by himself, and he had to walk up a ladder that was like it was basically like doing two or three k mores to get. Jesus Christ! He would start oh, the motor. He would start the motor of his drill down at the bottom because that's where the only place he could set up. Go up three k mores, a ladder, basically up into the mountain where where he was starting to chip away to start at this, and be with a fucking big cable connecting his motor to his drill, and and um. And every now and then, the you know the motor would get bogged down or whatever, the, or the conditions would change, and it would. And there was one. There were there were days where he had to go down nine times, Jesus. and back up to to restart the motor and come back up. Working by himself with no help whatsoever, and he did that for a, a, you know years, maybe decades, totally by himself. He finally got himself a wife and said, "I need to, I need help doing this." So he just started banging his wife and making as many babies as possible. <laughs> and they got like fifteen or twenty kids, and the kids still live on the property, and they still run it, and they've got like a little tourist trap there. And you're allowed to go walk up into certain parts of it if you pay a certain amount and everything. And every single penny of that thing has been funded voluntarily, i.e., not from the government, not from the state, not from the not from the same motherfuckers that the exact institution that fucked these people over. They're not they're not willing to to accept funds from it. And this guy was a libertarian, right? He was like, no. I don't accept funding from the state because that's stolen money. Right. And the entire the entire process and the entire project has been funded with that mindset they have not accepted a penny from anyone who said who didn't go there and say oh my gosh this is awesome take my 15 dollars right whatever i got take my hundred i'll write you a check you know i'll buy the souvenirs whatever and it's still going and there's still only a fraction of the way done right that's insane and and this has been going on for you know going on 100 years now that's so cool well the thing about it is the mount Mount rushmore uh for those who yeah, not not everybody knows this because it's just not you know a thing. But um, it's an it's a massive affront to Native Americans. Massive because the Black Hills is like a very sacred place to them. That's what they want it to look like when it's done. Yeah, that's dude. That's gonna be fucking insane. Yeah, and his forehead, the entire Mount Rushmore fits on that guy's face. That's yeah. that's fucking oh. great. But the, there's the uh, progress so far. God. It looks really cool. <laughs> that's how much they got done. I mean, it looks fucking cool like that. Mm. It does. But they got so much left to do. So and they've been working on it work. for 60 years God or something. Damn. 71 years. God. But um, it's like you, you, can't, you can't tell people that because, you know, 
of course, because they don't want to hear it. They, the thing about it is, is you're not necessarily accusing anyone directly, but people just get this thing in their gut while they're talking about me. We're not talking about you. It's not your fault. Nobody was there. But I'm saying that the, the, the wounds are there, and it's people's responsibility to try to heal them a little bit, or at least to not their responsibility, but I think people should try to want to choose to help heal divisions in That's society. A cool picture of it. That, that is, is cool. pretty cool. Um, I guess, I guess, I mean, you know, one thing that you could do if you want to, if you want to make amends is as an individual, just fucking give money to that monument or give, or give money to some other native American cause. Like there's nothing stopping any of us. We all have excess income. I know we're not, you know, rich or whatever, but you know what I mean? Like there's me and my parents do give to a, to a reservation. Yeah, there are things you can do. Yeah. Um, and that's, and I think that was like the breaking, maybe the breaking point for me when I was like, I was in this like state of cognitive dissonance between a, between being a frothing of the mouth virtue, virtue, virtue signaling leftist and becoming, you know, an anti-state person more than like I am now. And I think that that was the breaking point. I finally said, oh my gosh, if this guy can do this with no, with no state funding, no forced collectivism, what is stopping me from doing whatever I want? Voluntarily, yeah. what is stopping anyone from doing anything they want voluntary if it's a righteous cause, if it's worthwhile, and you can convince people to get on get on board? You know what I mean? It was it was a really major moment in me on my trip west when I when I hit that point. It's something uh, it's something that stuck with me. Uh, excuse me. Any more favorite things, That's it. <laughs> Elena? <laughs> <laughs> What do you got? Um, we started watching I'm Not Okay With This. I'm Not Okay With This. That, that is produced by the Duffer Brothers, who are this once again proving to be that they are the Duffest. Yeah. The there are none more Duff. <laughs> it's based in Brownsville, Pennsylvania. I love it. Yeah. Dude. And it looks exactly like West Virginia. Yeah, it feels like home. It's a, it it's just a little... looks, it's really, I looked it up, it's yeah. like just north of Morgantown, like the real place. Um, and it's based on a comic book. I haven't been able. I haven't really googled yet which one, but I think that's really cool. And uh, it's the girl from It. I think she's really precious. What's the name you... of that uh, video game that it reminds me of? Um, uh, Life is Strange. Have you played Life is Strange? I have a little bit. It's kind of like that. It, it has that sort feel of to just it. gives you yeah. the willies. Because yeah. she's ta- She's writing to her diary. Um, the premise is her dad committed suicide a year ago. And the counselor's like, this will be a good way for you to, like, vent. Mm-hmm. And she's discovering that she has superpowers. Or some weird shit's happening. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's, she thinks that she's going crazy, but, like, crazy shit's happening. So it's... it's And it's also in a setting that you don't know what year it is. You know that, like, uh, cell phones are a thing, but it feels like it's... Yeah, kind of like Kind of like uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. All that guy's yeah. movies, you don't know when they... You don't yeah. know what year it is. Um, yeah, it's the kid... Kind of like living in Fayette County. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, the the kid... A lot of it. The, so the Jewish kid from It is also one of the main characters, and he's like obsessed with vinyl, and he likes VHS. Like, he's all about like old stuff. Yeah. But he's really cool. Like, he's just kind of quirky, you know? And then there's this like really old bowling alley. You, you really have no idea what year it is. Right. Yeah, it's, it's literally it's 150 it's miles from here. We should go. Let's go to Brownsville. It feels like home. The or at least the show does. If they that's where it's based, but it's really good. They're only like 30 minutes, like 20 minutes. You I can, like that. I like. I like it a lot, actually. I've been watching Castle Rock, and some of their episodes are an hour, and some of them are like 40. How is that? Fucking great! Really it's funny. There's it. a Castle Rock trail on at, at, the, at Grandview State Park that you guys need to check out. 
Yeah, I need to do that. We need to go to grandparents. It's supposed to be nice. This All weekend. four of y'all need to go. It's supposed to be nice Sunday. Yeah. Tomorrow gonna it's going to be cold again. She's well, Sunday hike. we got Sunday for my grandma. Yeah, but we can go. She, she'll be she'll be fine. Fuck your grandma, dude. I didn't volunteer to cook. <laughs> we're not cooking. They're just buying stuff. Yeah, you said we're in charge of something. A salad. Okay, we gotta make a salad. <laughs> well, well, this is this, this right here. We have to to get the salad, make the you salad, get a bag of lettuce, and then eat the salad with the family. <laughs> so that's gonna take all fucking day. Are you gonna toss the salad with the family too? <laughs> God, that was a that was the, the fu- that was the funniest fight I've ever heard in my life. Other than the fight, wasn't I riding with you guys where you were in the you were getting something at the drive through and you were taking too long and it was driving Aaron crazy. I do it on purpose though. <laughs> I really do. He gets so angry. He gets so angry. He's like, you know what the fucking menu is. Well, I know. It's McDonald's. What am I, what am I feeling today? You know? It's am all I, uh, shit. Am I a double T today? Am I a McChicken? You know? Do I, I want onions know. on that She shit? has the entire ride to McDonald's to figure that out. Thinking about it, you know? I'm just like, God, who am I today? And what's it like going through the drive through at Taco Bell? Because there's so many more options. Yeah. That actually stresses me out. No, we leave, we leave to get fast food, or we no, have the Taco Bell changes exactly their menu all time, the time. Every time you go to Taco Bell, there's something new that looks awesome. Right? It get it. It's you. two dollars. <laughs> like those the the big nacho platter. It's like nine fifty. I'm like, I'm getting that for myself one day. Jeez, have you guys ever there? been to cookout? Yeah, there's one Not in yet. Beckley. There's, there's, I've been to the cookout Beck- the Beckley. Menu, They're putting two in in uh, Charleston somewhere. The menu is so overwhelming. There's like 50-some milkshake flavors. And they're like, oh, yeah, just pick two things. They're like, you get the combo. Pick two of these, pick that. It's so easy. And you're no. just like. No. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> do I want the, wrong? Do, do I want the Wisconsin cheese bites, the mozzarella sticks, or the chicken fingers? The blah, 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 and know? there's no picture. Like, you have to read so everything. Shit. And I'm like, ah. It's so, it is. It's confusing. <laughs> But like in Raleigh, like it's such a staple, so everybody knows like their go-to platter. And in Beckley, and in Beckley, it's that now too because all the all the fatties there already know I'm coming for this, that, and the other. It's so cheap though. It's so cheap. It's like four or five, four or five dollars for the. It's pretty good for two sides, the entree and a drink or something like that. It's ridiculous. So I think it's two sides and two entrees. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You get a burger for five dollars or something. Ribs. And the burgers are like it's called cookout, so the burgers kind of like a like you're having a cookout, and yeah. it's like it's like it's, it's like, like a real burger. It's like hand, it's like formed yeah. irregularly, and yeah, it's all fucked up looking, like burger. just like my dad used to make. Yeah, a little bit of love in there. My dad could not make a burger on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> they were fucking charred every time. Aww. It was awesome. <laughs> they were so good. You ever, yeah. get, you ever get one of those guys, grill masters, that makes a hamburger, and it's like. He didn't really know what he's doing, so it's like it's basically just a meatball that kind of went flat as the heat was applied, yeah. and it's it's charred on the outside and pink in the middle. Yeah, yeah. So those uh, are good burgers. What's what's that style? I'd eat it. Yeah, black and blue. Pittsburgh Black and blue. Pittsburgh. Yeah. I like it. Is that your your final favorite thing, Elaine? Do you have any more? Um, How's the gym? Hurry it up, <laughs> Sorry, whoa. <laughs> um, I did okay this week. I did some more cardio type stuff. Jump rope. Jump rope. How's that? Now, how do you jump? now, when you jump rope, um, what kind of pattern are you doing? Just both both legs jumping up and yeah, down. Yeah, I'm not. You're not skipping. Double dutches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've been doing for I've been because I jump rope jump rope every Monday when I do the striking class for like three minutes. It's just like the warm up, and I, I'm very bad at it. I've always been bad at it, but I started out doing just uh, like like um, jump twice per every rope. 
Yeah, rotation. that's kind of what I do because I can get in a rhythm that way. Yeah, and, and it's not too hard, and I can do it without stopping. And I can kind of hear the rhythm, and I'm like, all right, and I'm to this. I'm to the point now where I can go one jump per rope skip nice. and go back and forth between that and the double. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I'm starting to be able to do one leg at a time. I'm like, oh shit, it's taken me over a year. I can finally sort of jump rope now. It's kind of. It's. I mean, I'm not clearly not an expert, but like you kind of are working your brain too, and I kind of like that. Uh, well, like your, your timing, yeah, like like video game timing, like response to like this things, and you can kind of see the rope turn around, and so you're responding, yeah. And it's the same thing. Like that's why it helps with boxing because you're learning makes sense reflexes. I like it. You know, your your fast nerve twitch reflexes are like working with the visual thing, and the I just start jumping a rope. I like it. It's yeah. uh, I mean, it kind of feel like a kid. Feel kind of silly, but and it's incredible. I want to start jumping rope with a group where I've got two girl, two black girls on either side yeah. of me, holding the rope, and I'm saying, "Johnny likes Jolly Ranchers." <laughs> <laughs> some stupid cheers that you did. Yeah. yeah, I did that and flipped tires and nice. Um, flip some tires. Fucking love it. Which tires? I brought the medium size one out. It's probably not against. It's probably against the rules, but I did it in the hallway because you just have more space to do it. So it's about 10 flips per like run. And then I did it back and forth several times. I don't okay. think anybody's going to. I can tell you that, that if it's at the former Golly Bridge High School, that there are no rules in that building. <laughs> well, and they're like, you can't get Pure in school. And I'm like, hopefully nobody bitches, but it's way better. To you can drive your there. car. It's cold. In, you can dri- if you can fit your car into that building, you can drive it through That's there. That's true. That's mm. true. Totally legal. I've um, walked in on multiple orgies there. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> When I run into one of those, that'll be one of my favorite. I things. like it when they happen on the auditorium stage. Oh yeah, everyone's just sitting there being there. spotlights yeah, are on. Everybody's just being shit. really like oddly it. quiet. Yeah, it's it's really awkward. It's like a it's like a real um, eyes wide shut type thing going. Everybody's yeah. wearing a mask with some sort of a big giant horn on it. You know what I mean? Oddly quiet. I oddly wouldn't want to be at a quiet orgy, except for the moaning and stuff that the the actors are doing. Yeah, and the farting. Farting. Yeah. There should be farting. It's a fart orgy. You yeah. ever you ever have that thing where it's like where it's like was that a fart or was that a queef? Yeah. <laughs> Don't know. It was a queef. Don't care. <laughs> Don't ask. It's so funny. Aaron, favorite things. What do you got? Okay. Well, first off, my first favorite thing is uh, Tiger Electronics are bringing back the uh, Tiger Electronic handhelds. Yeah. So that's exciting <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> Those games were so bad. They were terrible. <laughs> they were god awful. Yeah, they're unplayable. Really, really, how much really, you said really Tiger Electronics? <laughs> just just <laughs> unplayable. Oh god, these are terrible. Yeah, they yeah, are. they're the worst. Now. Tiger but, Electron. I don't remember. This. Uh, there was a karate one. It was just called karate. <laughs> That's and it was. I played it nonstop. I like karate. Yeah, it was a, it was a fun. Do you remember the karate Tiger Handout game? No, I had a basketball one. Are these the ones? I might be completely wrong. Like with the. You would have like Disney ones and Sonic Three. Yeah, yeah, those yeah, ones. yeah, yeah. Okay, I had an Aladdin X-Men. one. Aladdin. Have you guys seen the new Aladdin yet? I can't do with it. Real people. I don't want to see. Is it good? They say it's good. It's fine. It's the same thing, just with other people in it. I'll give it. A, it Aladdin was my favorite. And now the the uh, new Lion King's on Disney Plus too. I need to watch it. I guess. I guess I don't know. But the old one's so good. Like we don't need it. It's very good. Yeah. Although the new Jungle Book, the uh, live action Jungle Book, one yeah, was it was really great. Good. That was Favreau. Yeah, he did the Lion King too. Yeah, the Karate one. Yeah. Oh, it was Karate yeah, King. Yeah, I do remember Karate this Kid. One. Karate King. Oh. Oh shit! I played the shit. I don't out think of this I had thing, it. Man. I remember seeing it. <laughs> That's terrible. That I want that so bad. <laughs> and the buttons are so crappy and unresponsive. <laughs> and it's a nightmare. Uh, the D pad is on the uh, right. 
Oh, so yeah. I just now oh, noticed wow. that. That's, so you just, oh, God. I yeah, hate that's, it. That's, that's insane. Yeah, that's, what are you that's doing? fucking, that's fucking me up. I'm so angry right now. <laughs> the ergonomics it, of this oh, is that's stupid. Terrible. And then, like, if the light's not Zero right. Zero testing. If, if the light's not right on the screen, oh, you can't yeah. see no, shit. You can't see yeah, shit. you're not playing anything. It's like the original Game Boy. Well, no, the original Game Boy was back. It, it worked. It worked. Yeah. It was backlit. Yeah. But then they had the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Advance, and it was not backlit. No, the original <laughs> Game Boy was not backlit. It was a Game Boy. Are you color. sure? Yeah, no, because I had a uh, magnifying glass that went over top of it that had lights. Oh, okay, yeah, you're right. I remember those. No, and, the, and then the Game Boy Advance wasn't backlit, so they released the Game Boy Advance SP. That was game changer. Yeah. yeah. My daughter has and one. I, I bought her one. Great. So, uh, Elena, unlock me again. <laughs> You really need to remember this. Okay. So this is one of my favorite things. Do you are you plugged in? I'm plugged in, but okay. her, oh here, oh, I gotta view the uh there we go. View the adult content here. Mm. I don't like what you're doing on my phone right now. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that you're not okay with this? <laughs> <laughs> well what apparently has happened Tracy just sent me that. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes aren't good enough. I can't see. Well, this might. I'm not telling him. No way. It's just. It's the thing where he's like, you know, the the Drake meme, where he's like, no. Then he's like, no, yeah. right. I don't. I don't. Get well, that. I don't see the it's two from, things on the right. It's from. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Where he had oh, Dapper Dan, had, oh, to yeah, Dapper yeah. Dan yeah. had to be Dapper Dan. Yeah, that's right. We got Fop. I don't uh, want Fop. God damn it! I'm oh, a Dapper Dan man. I see it now. <laughs> I got it now. I want to get a fop and a Dapper Dan shirt. Well, the uh, Twitter that I found has been overrun with all kinds of crazy stuff in one day. Which Twitter is it? Uh, her name is Terry Town Gal. Terry Town Gal. Terry Town Gal. 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 G A L. Like uh, like a girl. Like, like a girl. A gal. Uh, she's like sixty eight, and she has an OnlyFans account, and her Twitter is directing people. To her house, so she can make content for her OnlyFans. Oh, that's this lady. That lady right there. Now I did find her actual website. Oh God! And it doesn't have any videos. Miss Michelle. Miss Michelle. Forty-four thousand followers. Oh no, she blew up in one day. Like uh, they played her on the podcast on a, a podcast that I listened to. What did she? What, is this, what did she do? She makes adult content on her OnlyFans account. <laughs> And she does. Oh, like where'd this. you find it at? This is on her Twitter feed. Dude, there's quite. There's uh. Now let's go through her video. You, you'll find a video soon of her like. I'm already asking hooked. people over. I'll find it. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> and, uh, she fucks her fans. <laughs> she fucks it. Well, yeah. She's like, hey, come on over. Now she said, I'm going to record it and I'm going to upload it to my OnlyFans, which she charges. Uh, fifteen dollars or something. So like it's that like month. it's it, like meta realism. Like she's actually, yeah, no, yeah. And she's making money off of it. No, fifteen dollars a month. She she has more than a thousand followers. Good for fucking She's her. making like twenty grand a month. Uh, she has a health update. Wonderful. <laughs> Yesterday she posted a tweet. Health update. Finally found out why my surgery has not been approved yet. My primary doctor has to see me in order to get the approval. I have an appointment with him. On the fourth, so he will approve it then and get this damned mass out of my body, so I can hopefully get back to work. Jesus, 
Found another. We got. We got to get this tumor out of me. So you got random dudes can come fuck me. She's sixty-eight. She's living her best life. She's getting fucked. This is getting ridiculous. Um, Look at her cans. She's kind of cute. She looks great. In in the New Orleans area. I like that lingerie. Thirty-five or older. Able to come during the daytime. She likes mature men. I like that. Uh, preferably in the morning. She likes morning And sex. I'll show you a good time. I promise. I have new lingerie. I love this woman. So come over here and fuck me. <laughs> I know you want to. Everybody wants to fuck a sexy older woman. Well, I am sexy and I am older. So come on over, honey. <laughs> I hope someone will volunteer to it's come incredible. with me. It's $13 a month. And what it is is all of her, but this is her OnlyFans account. It's all locked because... Uh, you know, you're not a you're not a, a fan. Well, you're a fan. I am a fan. Yeah, <laughs> but she's got like 52 videos, 238 photos. Let me see here. Two now she has 2,943 fans. So the last update that I had on her, it was only a thousand fans. And 15, they're just so she's making like 40 grand a month. Why are we doing this? <laughs> Hold on. What is? Let me, We've got like a hundred listeners. I mean. That's amazing. Good for her. Yeah. That's so awesome. <laughs> it, it blew, it, it's incredible. I mean, and there's good a for the huge podcast that for called it. her out. Well, she's, now she's going to get that tumor taken out of her. Yeah, she can afford whatever she surgery she wants. She doesn't give a fuck. She yeah. looks great. She's, she's making $39,000 a month. Good for her. Jesus. Just by making, just by having sex. Well, if she does this for a few years, she'll be a millionaire. Yeah. Just a couple years. She's I good. mean, she's not paying for shit right now. You know. What I mean, she's like, factoring right Uncle Sam and all. Here's a nice pick. Hey, hey, hey! That's not a bad booty. It's no. not a bad booty at, at all. She's sixty-eight. You get sixty-nine with a sixty-eight-year-old. <laughs> sixty-nine with a sixty-eight. Anne's page. Happy Lundy Gras, the day before Mardi Gras. I wanted to thank everybody that she's has doing grandma up for shit while she's in her skitties. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. It Sending chain, chain mail. I just feel like she should be better at holding the camera now. So she's doing it like anybody such an old that woman. hasn't you know seen that, please do, because now I'm sending my porn video for free to everybody who's Look at those bad. cans. Yeah, those they are not bad. So again, I don't know if that's doctor, so but they look great. I, they look great. She can get it. Yeah. I'll fuck her. I'll drop the... Where is she at? Louisiana. I can't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm hard up, but I'm not driving to Louisiana. There's a lot of blacks down there. <laughs> blacks that speak French. <laughs> Terrifying. Well, the good news is, though, is that the weather's probably pretty fine down there right <laughs> now. Okay, yeah. It's like in the 70s. I yeah. want to fuck this old lady. You should do it. We should, I should start, start a GoFundMe. To fund to, you going to Louisiana to fuck, to fuck this, this old And lady. the beautiful thing is that when you get to that age, you're like, I don't fucking give a shit if you give me herpes. You know, it's like, it doesn't, who cares if it's I get herpes? Affect me for I'm going to die. Anyway. Yeah. She just needs content. She's uh, on the uh, on the podcast on your mom's house. They played a video of her saying, if you're shy in front of the camera, you can wear a pillowcase on your head or whatever. I just need someone to come fuck me so I can put it on the on the internet. <laughs> I need to create some tent here. Good Dude, for her. Since since that play, she's got two thousand more likes or two thousand more subscribing fans. It's incredible. It is got a little peekaboo there. Nice. I'm really happy for her. You know, she's really good. And, and like she's really making. The- and like when she's speaking and stuff, I, there's no, there's not like a, there's no tinge of anxiety or cringe or anything. She's totally relaxed. She's she's comfortable. Like, like my sweet old grandma. 
Look at her. She's she's banging. She's her got it going are amazing. on. She's got it going on. Sixty-eight. That's pretty impressive. That's good for her. What she's a world. entrepreneurial. I mean, this is the American dream right here. I just don't. How can you not like? How can you not? I mean, I guess maybe people say that that's not capitalism. And how could you not like capitalism if that's what it is? It's complete capitalism. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying. There are people that absolutely freedom. Capitalism is actually, you know, whatever. And this broad's out here fucking getting dicked down, getting forty thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Somebody's going to end up arresting her for prostitution, though. No, not she's, if they film no, it. she's filming not porn. No, she's true. making yeah, content right. for OnlyFans. She's you're filming right. it. She's totally fine. And she has you're said right. it multiple times. Okay, I'm everybody's filming. a lawyer now all of a sudden. I'm sorry. <laughs> so awesome. Well, I know that part of Here's it. Here's what you, I would call Saul. <laughs> Sound like Charlie Kelly over there. Here's a little tidbit that I'd like to know more about. How much sex is she having off camera just for fun? Because I don't think she's just doing this for the money. I think she generally enjoys it. I bet she fucks a lot of dudes. Probably always get fucked. Man, I bet. I bet she's had more sex. Yeah. In the last six months, than I will have in my whole life. Maybe. God damn. Good for her. I want to fucking dick down this old lady. I think we should start a GoFundMe to fund your trip. Does she to do gangbangs? <laughs> You have to that do it be wearing a Pillow Fort Radio t-shirt. <laughs> that could be an on-the-road episode of the show. All, oh the guys, all the guys go to dick down the old lady. <laughs> we adopt her as our new grandma. <laughs> we seal her up airtight. <laughs> Every oh, hole. Airtight. Every hole. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'll fuck this old lady if you guys are in. <laughs> Does Aaron have a hall pass to fuck this old lady? Sure. <laughs> there we go. We're doing this. We're fucking doing it. Road trip. <laughs> what song do you guys play this on your could, road trip? This, down? this What's could the be born to be wild. This <laughs> could be the turning point. This could make us go viral. I'm we just did saying, this it's a great document. idea. Yeah. No, I'd want to listen to like 30s and 40s songs just to get us in the mood for like who we're going to be dealing with. Here's a little Andrew's sisters for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go fuck this old lady, boys. <laughs> Let's give her that bird. <laughs> that albatross. <laughs> oh, hello, boys. <laughs> Glad you could come. Looking for and whatever comes I like that organ there on the left channel. I'm trying to see the video. Oh, it's from um, the Never Ending Story Three. No, it's Easy Rider. Easy <laughs> Rider. Yeah. I like smoking light. I used to have the uh, Steppenwolf Greatest Hits on cassette tape. That's not very many songs. Oh, they it was they had this one, Magic Carpet Ride, and Pusher Man. Um, Don't step on the grass. That's one of the best moments of uh, Star Trek: First Contact. They were getting ready to take off in the ship to get warp drive, mm-hmm. and they played Magic Carpet Ride by Steppenwolf. It's a great song. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Yeah. It's great. I mean, that's that's a good fucking movie. I don't know that I ever saw it. Riker himself, Jonathan Frakes, directed that one, and it's, and it's arguably the best Star Trek movie. I've never... The only Star Trek movies I've seen are the newer ones. No, they're... Well, okay. I'm talking about the old incarnation yeah, of the I've show. I've never where seen was, those. You know, uh, well... 
Um, Picard is great, but uh, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, for a while was the best Star Trek movie. It was fucking great. Search for Spock was pretty good, but at the end of Wrath of Khan, Spock dies. Like Aww. he, you didn't know that? Well, th- th- their, their engine core is... Is that where he goes, Khan? No, that's he, he had beam, beamed them down to this planet. It's a whole thing. Christopher Lloyd played a Klingon <laughs> in that. Really? Yeah, and he was a good one. But um, at the end, like their, their engine core was messed up. They were going to have to eject it, and they couldn't, so somebody needed to get in there and fix it manually. So Spock went in there and did it. And like he was dying It was Man that's a brutal Fucking scene Cause he got up the, the worst part about it Was he got up And he was so fucked up And he still straightened His uniform Like he still wouldn't Be dignified And that, that caught Everybody in the fucking room Like oh shit You know This is about to be Really sad And it was It was great um, And then after that man There's you know Search for Spock Was a good one um, They had some bad ones though Star Trek 5 was was object was objectionable. It was so bad. Um, that's uh, For some reason I never got into Star Trek that that hard. I didn't. I, you know, we were. I wasn't the biggest Star Trek fan. I, mm-hmm. I like Star. If I couldn't have Star Wars, I would take Star Trek. But Star Trek had had gotten to man the Next Generation and all the shows they've been doing with that are fucking great. Next Generation is better than the original show I ever thought about being. Hmm. And um, First Contact was uh, a Borg ship is going to yeah. goes back in time and tries to assimilate Earth. You know before. You know, to 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 basically retroactively, just, you know, take care of the the, uh, the the Federation. So they go back in time. They're trying to stop the warp ship, the first warp ship, which gets the attention of a Vulcan ship passing through, and they come and interact with humans. And man, it's fucking great. There's a scene where they're chasing him through the ship, and he's he takes him in the holodeck, and they it's like a twenties thing, and he has a Tommy gun, and he shoots a bunch of them, and then. Um, my favorite character is Worf, of course, and he—they're trying to do this thing on the on the surface of the ship, and one of them, you know, he 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 carries a knife with him because they can adapt to fucking to like energy weapons. It's a sword, basically, what it is. He chops one of their fucking arms off and like throws them off the. He's, he's I love the Klingons; they're fucking amazing. <laughs> but um, they're they're really cool. They're uh, so, such a cool, uh. You know, society and and group that somebody just made up off the top of their head. You know, that's awesome to me. Um, but that one, I think it's the best one. Like, it's the best Star Trek movie. And Picard has just totally surpassed every the expectation show. that I've that I. Yeah, it's fucking great. So, and and I think they're gonna. He just asked Whoopi Goldberg to come back on it. She played a character on there, Guinan on. On Next Generation, she's a really cool character. She's like really powerful and she's really old. And they never Is really. She <laughs> no, um, she was. There's this race that was one of the uh, one of the oldest races to be destroyed by the Borg, and they scattered them. They destroyed their planet and scattered them to every corner of the galaxy. And she's one of them. Like, like I said, she was on Earth in the night in the 1800s, like, and had met Mark Twain. That's how old she is. Oh wow! And then um, she can like one episode where they uh, a different reality happened, and she knew, like, she came to. She didn't know how she knew, but she came to Picard. She said, "Something's not right here." He's like, how? We've always been this. He's like, yeah, but it's not right. And that was the coolest way. She's a really good actress. Whoopi Goldberg is a really good actress. And she was able to do that. But uh, Picard is like, I know they're going to incorporate every character from, because they're bringing in uh, Marina Sirtis and um, and Jonathan Frakes playing. They're married now. Uh, Riker and Counselor Troy got married. And I think they'll bring back Wesley. 
No, but he does a he does a show where he discusses the show. It's called the the Ready Room. And oh, he, after yeah, like and a, sort of like a Talking Dead. Yeah, they wrote him out about season. It was about season six or seven. They wrote him out. You know, he. It's not that he wasn't a, an important character. He just didn't want to do the show anymore. He didn't want to be, you know, so he wrote him out. It was actually kind of a cool ending for him. But um, I can't wait for him to bring in, you know, Worf, of course. And, um, uh, you know, I was, I was a big Riker fan, even though he was kind of a dude. Were there Klingons sometimes. in the original? In the original show? Yeah, but they looked way different. And they looked just like like humans, basically, with dark, like darker skin and kind of Asiatic you know, features and like long mustaches and shit. But they, they did that. They retconned that. It was a really cool idea how they did it. Khan was part of this, this experiment that, you know, made humans really powerful, you know, eugenics experiment. So the Klingons want to do that too, because Khan is more than a, is a match and more for like five Klingons. Like he can physically beat the shit out of him and kill him. He's, he's, he's an awesome character. Hmm. So they said, well, if we do that to us, imagine how powerful we're going to be. So they did that. And it fucked him up real bad. Like yeah. it, it made him more human, look more human. And and there was like, that's what the way that the reason they look like that on that original show is like that's a good fucking idea. You know, what I mean that's that's a very cool way to weave those together. And you know, I feel like you could do it your own Star Trek podcast. I'm not that big of a fan of it. Like I'm, but you just spoke for five minutes uninterrupted. No, but that's this is surface this is surface Star wow. Trek stuff. I mean, I'm It's I'm, a little deeper than surface. It is a little bit deeper than surface, yeah. but not much. Like this is I mean, it's deep enough that, to plant a tree. <laughs> I would you say more a tree is I, I, I'm no, I'd say more of a bush. You could plant a bush on what I know cuz some people are really fucking into it. Now, I'm into Game of Thrones like that. I know everything about Game of Thrones, but that's cuz it interests me more. Star Trek is not really my favorite show was Deep Space Nine. I've not even watched half the episodes. I'll just throw in a random episode and watch it and, and like it. So, right on. Anyway, sorry. Well, John, you have a lot prepared here. Are you ready to do your favorite things? The question is, are you ready for the unveil? I think I am ready for the unveil, unveil, reveal, reveal. Voila. Viola. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go right into it then. I mean, I've been. Do you need dramatic music of any sort? Really? You know how like the like you know the greatest bullies, I mean geniuses in the world, like have this part of themselves that they keep from the world. Like they like they have this like um, this opus that they're working on that's like a secret nobody knows about um, because they're just they've got such tremendous humility that they don't want people to know how great they actually are. Well. I've been hiding something from you all. In addition to me being a superior musician, martial artist, um, philosopher, claw machinist, comedian, claw machinist, um, sex machine. I'm also a visual artist, and I brought my portfolio with to share with you guys today. This is going to go over really good on an audio podcast. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, <laughs> people, can, people will be able to hear how beautiful my work is. It's so beautiful it makes sense. So I'm going to start. I'm going to start off with. Uh, <laughs> I had this drawing I did when I was. It was. Uh, it was marked ninety two. So I would have been about eleven at the time, and it was this. Um, it was this warrior with like a with like a wolf headdress. And like a bow and like, you know, fucking swords and shit. He was like a woodsman and he had like a pack of wolves with him. And it was one of the best drawings I've ever done. And I did it when I was 11 years old. It was dated. And I, that was the one I was thinking of like really sharing on the show. And I brought my 
I grabbed up my portfolio and dug through it for like an hour and a half or whatever, or 45 minutes. And uh, it's not in here. I can't find it. <laughs> but luckily, <laughs> I was pretty prolific. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of other stuff in here, a lot of other I'm good excited. Stuff um, I'm just going to pass some of this stuff around. It's like when you need pictures. <laughs> um, uh, this is just, this is a light, light duty. That one's nothing special about that. This so looks th- a lot like the drawings I used to do. So oh, the, pirate. I like the pirate. I did a lot of pirates. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you'll notice that there's a theme. That pirate. I like him too. There's a theme, and, and this is only a fraction of my work. My mom just co- t- took a couple things. She didn't keep all the swastikas and not the propaganda <laughs> and stuff that I used to draw. She right. threw some of that out. Yeah. But, um, is that a Russian guy? Like a Russian Bolshevik? It's like a 16th century European soldier of some kind. You know what I mean? With the, with the hat, like a nutcracker type guy. Um, okay, so... so um, You'll, you'll notice the theme. So the, this is a um, a dude with a vehicle and all of his weapons on one side, and it has description of like you know this launches off of the back of and he and um, this machine. So this one goes two hundred and ten miles per hour. That's how fast that car goes. And his opponent, he actually has two. There are two operators for the vehicle that he's fighting against, and it's got all his weapons. And it's non-bulletproof, and it only goes 10 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> but this one is bulletproof, and it goes 210 miles per hour. You clearly had a favorite. <laughs> you will see how it works. You will see who's going to win. Stack in the deck. Yeah, so. And then that looks see, like a prospector. But you will, But you will see... Uh, pickles. You will see a theme of this guy versus that guy. Okay. This duality thing. So I'll pass these around. Keeping with the spirit of the this guy versus that guy. And I, I used kind of like a light pencil and I drew really light, but if you really look in, you can see the detail. This is before yeah. cage fighting. All right. This is a ninja and his symbol is a panther. And this is like a samurai Chinaman type guy and his symbol is like a crescent type thing. Okay. And then this is the arena that they fight in and it's 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 two it's got two foot of water and, and piranhas in it. We have some text here. <laughs> That's yeah, this is an awesome so story. It's, so it's again in, in case you're in case you're not picking up on the theme, huh. it's this, this guy text. versus this guy. And it's got his weapons and shit. I'll pass that along. Can I read this uh the text you have here? I don't know, can you? Hey, hey. I shouldn't. You should read that. I'm not sure what you're talking about. Oh no, that's no. I, I, I was a writer too, but that's not part of it. <laughs> I actually did win awards for my writing when I was very young. Here's an Indian th- throwing a throwing a throwing a hatchet into a cowboy's head. Oh, that's badass! <laughs> Here's an angel throwing a spear into a devil's heart. Exhibit A. <laughs> Die. Okay. So this bitch, and I call her bitch because there's this female warrior. You you wouldn't know that she's a female, um, but I drew like I drew her like a lot of I drew this gal a lot, and this is her with all of her weapons that she has. Somehow she's able to carry them all. She's got like a little. It's like video game logic. You got all these. Yeah. All they, these somehow they can carry all these things. Bottomless she, bag. She's got and that's her helmet. She's got a little goblin partner that like helps her and shit. Got a name for the goblin partner? And if you look really close, no. She's got like little faces and stuff on her knee pads. Like there's all this detail in there. I was 10 years old when I do this shit, probably. And then this is her opponent. It's like a little goblin who rides on this wolf thing. That's a good one. And I drew her. 
obsessively for years. There's this character that I created, and um, there's a there's like a weak version of her. Here's another version of her. And he, she, the, the reveal, reveal is you think she's a dude, right? And you take her helmet off, and she's got this like flowing like blonde red hair, and she's got great tits and everything. <laughs> you get that from Metroid. <laughs> it's hard to tell, but but you know I probably got it from somewhere. So that. I think this is evidence that you've been pro-Native American most of your life. <laughs> it's like Randy Marsh with his pro-Columbus thing, and yeah. he didn't want anybody to know. Just, just a little taste. <laughs> and then this, is, this notebook has a lot of stuff in it. You can kind of leaf through it in case you forgot about the theme. This guy lives underwater, and he's rotting, and that's a minotaur. So you can guess who's going to win. <laughs> the guy that's the rotting, rotting guy. Or the really muscular bull thing. But... Some of these drawings aren't mine. Some of them are just stuff like my cousins drew or something in the book here. But uh, here's a really good one. I really like this one. Die. There's a. This is like a like a goblin warrior, and this is like a this is like a castle wall here, right? And then he's like blowing a horn, and there's like a goblin guy there. And like if you look, you can look at the details the way I kind of drew the knee and stuff. I was ten years old, or something, maybe nine. Uh, this whole book you can leave through it. Uh, we, we were talking about Vikings. Here's a Viking fighting a Pac-Man. I was into Pac-Man <laughs> monsters for a while. So there's a Viking fighting a Pac-Man monster, and this monster has one uvula, even though I have two. Here's another Pac-Man monster. I don't know. Oh, this one's really good. Here's the bitch again. And this one I got real serious. I was like, this is gonna be my masterpiece. And this would happen to me all the time i would get real serious and i would i probably spent a month just on this arm trying to get the detail <laughs> right to make it look like chain mail you know to make it look gnarly and i got to this point and i looked at it and i said this is stupid and i usually i would tear this stuff up most of the stuff's gone because i would get mad get pissed at myself because in my head i thought i should be able to make it look more real i thought it should be better and i'd punch myself in the face and like bruise my face and like beat my head up against the wall and stuff because I couldn't it looks stupid I would spend months looking at it and then scream at myself and say it looks stupid I'm an idiot I hate myself and tear it up or set it on fire or whatever and so some of this this is some of the stuff that survived but that's that bitch that same bitch <laughs> that warrior bitch and this is full of um, it's not full it's really weird oh I love this one this is one of the this one's kind of like the wolf warrior I was telling you about in terms of the style Look, he's riding this little goblin. He's riding on a deer. And he just says, war. And he's got a bow and arrow and a spear. But if you look at the deer and his physiology, like it looks... It looks pretty good. Pretty damn good. Yeah. So It's definitely a deer. Like you, you wouldn't mistake it for another animal. Or a deer-like thing because it's yeah. an alternate universe. Right. Okay, now we're getting serious. I like this one. This is an ASMR video I can, that we put out. I, com yeah. I completed a comic. I'm pretty sure it's fourth grade, so I'd have been nine or ten. Um, and I brought the markers that I used on this. I still have them, and they still work. So what happened was I started it, and I did all the detail in pencil. And I was like, I want to make it look bright. So I used markers, and I was like, this looks shit, because it was destroying all my detail. The markers were you know, covering all my detail. So part of the way through, I switched to color pencil, and I finished a whole comic. And on the back, 
Um, it's Hedgehog Man Classifieds. I was going to sell ad space. I was going to sell these at school. It says, on the back, it says, try to collect all of the copies of Hedgehog Man. Put them all together, and it make a whole big story of Hedgehog Man. Hedgehog Man will have many made friends to help him on his way for the justice of New York City. This is, a, <laughs> this is a fully completed comic book that you can read and enjoy. Yeah. I remember you talking about Hedgehog Man. This is him. Before. I had another character that I have no evidence of whose name was probably the, my pinnacle character that I never developed was uh, Aqua Hawkeye. Aqua Hawkeye was a guy who could, he had like wings so he could fly but then he could also dive underwater and swim really fast with his wings, and he was really good with a bow, and he had a mask that looked like feathers like this. Yeah. He was like a water bird man. I mean, I didn't develop him, but he was prob- probably the best idea. That's kind of why, like, I think maybe this is secretly, like, why I have, like, sort of resentment towards Marvel and all these other comic book movies, because I was like, damn it, I'm better than them. And you can see, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. <laughs> this is better than Marvel. <laughs> and then I started, okay, so this red folder, this red folder goes with all the hedge and so. Drillhead was uh, the villain's so name. I Drillhead. St- so I started the second, the second edition of um, Hedgehog, Hedgehog Man. Man. And this one, I was being real creative with it, so I was going to make it fold this way, right? And I got this far into it. I had the whole plot lined out. I had the whole story. And I just... Ran out. It just went kaput. I just ran out of steam. The first Hedgehog Man wasn't getting enough attention. Well, this dialogue, I must catch. I must catch up with Drillhead. That's what the guy says. Well, fuck Drillhead. It's pretty neat. I love this folder. I love that you used your hand on this one to make a bunch of bad guys. Yeah, I did that a lot. It's awesome. That would have been. That would have. I was probably six. I was probably like seven when I did that one. That was a primitive one. Uh, you can kind of leaf through some of this stuff. There's just well, like this. you're able to depict at a young age action like really well. I'm not even kidding. Like you can see what's going on in that. Yeah, you can see he's like swinging and yeah. kicking and all that stuff. And there's the like the lines. Mm. Very interesting. Here, here's what I like the here's best: the fight between Hedgehog Man and Drillhead, and it's. Kind of anticlimactic because Drillhead thinks he's going to get the drop on him and run him over. And Hedgehog Man goes, what? And throws him right over his shoulder and then goes to disarm the bomb. That's what I love. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, well, he's, he's like he's like really good at flipping and he can ball up and send spikes out. Okay. You know what I mean? Protect himself like a hedgehog. It's one of his, you know, that's his ability. And so. Kick a kanga. Kicking Kanga and running Rue. Okay, I did, I did not draw those. Those are kind of gay. I didn't draw those. <laughs> Mark Robson drew those, and if you're listening, Mark Robson, you can come get your artwork. That's Jesus. I did draw that. Jesus is dancing? I don't know, but that's that's. I like that a lot. It was some project I had to do for, for Scouts or something where they were making Herb Sunday School or something where they were pushing that religion on me. And there's a, uh, there's a reporter character here, and she's interviewing the... She's interviewing the villain. She says, sir, what are you doing? And he goes into a, I'm going to blow up and get some gold. I like the surfer, dude. He's getting eaten by a shark. How about this baseball drawing? That's me, number two, right there. Getting a hit. The deuce. With the glasses and the number two. To me to go, that makes me want to go dig up some of my old drawings. I don't know where my any of my drawings are. I think that 
I drew in the man, hedgehog man's outfit's pretty awesome. Like it is stuff. awesome. Yeah. But I can't find my wolf warrior. He's still in eight hundred pounds of solid gold bricks. <laughs> I love those. Who are these two? Because this guy has candles on his head. He says, "I like the path." Um, th- that's Josh Legg's work, actually. I didn't okay. know that. That's that's Lightning Bolt, and I don't know the other guy. I forget the other Candlehead. Guy. Candlehead. Yeah, those are his guys. And he, Josh Legg will claim that he came up with Uncle Hawkman, but that's a fucking lie. It was all me. <laughs> you hear that leg? Because we we collaborated there for, on superheroes for quite a while, and there was a lot of we we created a lot of content that has been lost. I assume because this is all I have. I mean, thankfully, my mother kept this much. All my drawings, I believe, are in the. Uh, I used to draw in the encyclopedia, in the because there was like empty pages. I would just draw in those for no reason. I, don't, I have no. It's not like my parents wouldn't give me drawing paper, just blank paper. You were just in, <laughs> you were just a, a born vandal. I was just a dick. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, no, you were thinking ahead. Like people are going to see my stuff because they're going to need to look up a word. Yeah, yeah they're going to read. Hedgehog man goes in the red folder. Okay. Evil drill head and his <laughs> yeah, drill, drill soldiers. Awesome. Hit drill soldiers. Yeah. Did they, they look like him? Yeah, they all kind of look like him. Mm-hmm. That's who he's fighting most of the time. He doesn't get to drill head till the end. He makes short work of drill head. I he sure does. I'm just. Saying. I mean, he's gonna drill head's gonna come back though. Yeah. Because because once you arrest drill head and put him in jail. He's going to drill, right drill right now. He's going to drill right now. I thought this through. We're moving simpatico with this. I thought this through. Sequels. Yeah, that's the sequel. Yeah. And it was looking even better. Like, I was getting better at that point, but I just got, I just ran out of steam. I get so frustrated because I couldn't. You know, at school, it's like you're made to write all day. Just write, 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 write. And you're using your eyes all day. My eyes weren't very good. And I would come home after school and I would want to draw, but I would be so exhausted. From doing that all day and like not not having very good vision and being my eyes would be strained, I would get terrible headaches, and my hand would be sore from writing all day and and like, I just remember just this terrible feeling of just feeling like, I don't know, I felt like a fucking, you know, like a, it's like a Cinderella story where they like beat you and they make you do things. It's kind of how I felt about like my public school experience. It's like there's so many things I want to do with my energy and my brain, and I don't have the time and or the none energy. None of them to, are this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. And then, so what happened was, uh, well, before this, I was, I mean, also during this, and I was a writer, too. I wrote um, I wrote a sequel to the movie White Fang. Hmm. Um, I wrote um, I wrote a book, I wrote a short story in, in um, second grade that won the Young Writers Contest for my age group, and I had to go to the Capitol and stuff like that. And then at some I point... I too. At some I point, I... Um, I just got so frustrated with the art that, and I started playing bass. I started, you know, we started getting into the music thing and the music just kind of took over. Yeah. And martial arts took over. So I, I exchanged writing and drawing for martial arts and music and, you know, the rest is history. I did something published when I was a senior. I wrote something that got published. A poem or a... No, it was prose. I've never written poetry. Were you in second grade? Because I was in second grade. <laughs> <laughs> 
I wrote a short story in high school and got accused of plagiarism. That's awesome. That's incredible. You got accused of plagiarism? Yeah. They were like, we've had the whole English department looking for your story online. And I was like, it's not there because I wrote it. <laughs> and she's like, well, if you wrote this, you should really pursue writing. I'm like, thank you. Like, <laughs> the, the, was that and you're like, don't tell me what to do. Was that necessary <laughs> to be hostile about that? <laughs> it felt so great. Like she literally made all of us like re- try to like rewrite our stories again. And it's our, always going to be a little bit different. And then when they, they handed it back out, she's like, we've been looking for yours. And I was like, what? Because it was just like a descriptive story or something. And I wrote about like an old house. I just described an old house. And, uh, but yeah, they were like, well, if you didn't plagiarize this, I, I don't think they believed me. I was like, I really wrote this. And my friend was like, we were in the library. I watched her write it. <laughs> <laughs> how long was it? It was like, I don't remember how many words we had to have. It was a English 101 class for like college. Like we got college credit for it. Hmm. It might've been like 200 words. It was like a short, it's it like wasn't. A, yeah. But Yeah. That was cool. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I felt like I'm getting crucified right now. So these markers are um, well over 30 years old. Nice. Mm. Let's see how the peach writes. They still oh, work perfectly well. Awesome. Damn. Son of a bitch. I hate markers and I'll never ever use them ever again, but I still have them. That's nice. I don't know if I kept my markers. I had to buy like the really my, fan- fancy ones for school. The moral of the story is if any of you hashtag weaklings or hashtag uneducated morons want to pay me for some of my artwork or commission me to do artwork, uh, I am available. I'm going to send, I'm going to take a couple pictures of some of my work and post it at the Pillow Fort radio page so you all can, some the listeners can see that'll be like some bonus content for you all. And uh, yeah, so I'm just branching out. I'm starting to, share a little bit more about myself there are all kinds of other secrets of things that i do that are tremendous that nobody even knows about but <laughs> this is just one well i love it i love uh i love me some uh what, what's would you would you hedgehog buy the he- would you buy hedgehog man yeah i think i would yeah yeah we should I definitely get a shirt man. Man. I, I, I actually like drillhead better than i do hedgehog man well i mean it's a very good bad guy it, yeah, it is it's an yeah. awesome bad it's guy. pretty awesome it's unstoppable it's got a drill for a head. And that's yeah. your hedgehog man, of course. Well, yeah. But it doesn't stop him for long. Hmm. Any other favorite things, John? Um, I could probably come with some. Oh, there is one thing. Give me that plug-a-roo. Plug-a-roos. Uh, I did come across a, a pretty funny internet video today. I'm going to share that with you all right now. No. I feel like a caveman with this phone. I think such a piece of shit. It's like every every click takes three seconds at least. Oh yeah, this guy. This is Marmette personified. I think this is a little too classy for Marmette. This might be Chesapeake. South Charleston. For, for the listeners, it's like this, like it's like typical like white gangster guy. 
with like the, with like the Monte Carlo, and he's got he's got like a thick black girlfriend. She's just like twerking the whole time. It's just, <laughs> it's just so amazing. I just love it. I think this is my new favorite song. <laughs> I could post it to the Pillow Fort radio yeah, do page that. So, so, so y'all can see, see, y'all can see it. You, it's a visual oriented thing. Maybe we can yeah. get them on the show. And the lyrics are amazing. I'm just staring at her ass. So I don't even hear the lyrics. Yeah, her ass is good. It's good. Great. <laughs> this is basically what what my relationship with with Eric is like, except that we're both white, and um, we haven't made a video yet. <laughs> it's pretty much just like us. <laughs> Those are the, the the fundamental differences. Just a few little things. I don't have Monte Carlo. Um, I'm more of country. I don't really live in the city. That's a big difference. My dad used to have a Monte Carlo. I liked it. Bench seats. Yeah. yeah. Lap belt in the front. Yeah. I guess that can be it. I mean, I, I would like to talk more about how great I am, but yeah, just, yeah. we're running out of time. Speaking of somebody that thinks he's great, I found this video. It's been played on uh, your mom's house, of course. But uh, it's this is a guy, He's he said he's very bad at texting. So he he made a video to send a girl on a dating site. And... Um, it came off a lot douchier than the guy actually is because actually they actually interviewed him this week and he's a nice guy, but he has like a vibe. You know what I mean? But here's this. What's going on? It's Charles from Match. <laughs> Just wanted to do a video instead of a text or a phone call. I've been here, I don't know, since 7.30 doing some little video that uh, – editing, I should say, editing some video that's going to be going up on YouTube <laughs> – and my office, uh, it's my actually my new office. I really like it, not going to lie. And it's got this really cool view. Where are we now? There we go. Hey. Uh, there we go. Is he in New York? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, we haven't talked, I think since Saturday. So, uh, so tonight I'm looking at Lily's in Union Square. Oh, say around eight o'clock, eight fifteen, and I'm going to be in a fantastic mood then because I have so much to do. I'm looking at my to-do list all around. I've like posted notes and everything else, and I got my my ice latte. <laughs> but anyway, uh, shoot me a text guy, and let me know if eight o'clock works. I can do eight thirty, but a little bit early it might be tough because I, I do have a lot to do. So uh, shoot me a call. And did I say my name in the beginning? It's Charles. <laughs> I think I'm in love with him. Right? But he said on the whenever they interviewed him on your mom's house that he just made up almost all that because yeah. he got so uncomfortable once he started doing the video. <laughs> just, I didn't really have anything to do. I was kind of just trying to seem Did cool. anybody ever interview the, the Hey Julia guy? No, nobody's been able to find him, I don't think. Have you seen that guy? Yeah. yeah. Good morning, Good morning Julia. Julia. Yeah, it's... Let's go full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a favorite thing. Um, I watched uh, Super Eight last week again. Oh, dude. for the first time in forever. I and I do believe that one. I, it is. I think the uh, Duffer Brothers saw that, and they were like, "We can do the thing that we've been wanting to do now because J.J. Abrams did that. And it's the same." Vibe, not yeah. the same thing, of course, but it had the same fucking idea. A weird government program, train wreck thing happens. It's a fucking good movie, dude. Yeah, I want to rewatch that. I remember really. It's on, it's on Hulu and Prime. Okay, 
It's fucking good. Lots of lens flare. Like, you know, the lights. Abrams is big. He for does that. it he all the time. That. He does it. It's almost excessive in, yeah. in this movie. <laughs> um, Castle Rock. I've been watching Castle Rock. And it's fucking amazing. Especially the new season. They sort of give Annie, uh, Annie, uh, Wilkes. It, Annie Wilkes uh, an origin story. And it's plays, played by Lizzie Kaplan, who is hot as fire. But they somehow make her seem frumpy and normal. Any Dark Tower references on it? I don't know the Dark Tower enough, but the, it is there's Salem Lot, Salem's Lot references. Uh, of course, they talk about Shawshank because everybody works at Shawshank. Um, I highly recommend that. The first season was great. Second season's good. I haven't finished it yet. I'm trying to think of anything else that I might have done or seen. I went on a hike last Sunday. Where'd you go? Well, I wanted to do the uh, the. What is it? The cliff tra- cliffside trail. Cliffside trail, and I didn't know where it was, so I just I went up to the lodge at Hawk's Nest, and I just took a right and went behind the mini golf course where the basketball court is, and I thought that was it. It's a different left. Thing. Yeah, I went left. I'm sorry, and uh, it's like it's a lot like the Kmore Trail except for there's steps going down, and it fucking sucked. So once I got down to the bottom of that, I noticed where the the tram ends up. I noticed there was a bridge, so I just went and walked around over there. That's where I found that weird tunnel, which everybody's seen. Yeah. Uh, I thought, I thought, oh, I found something nobody's seen. Everybody's fucking seen. Um, ended up doing about six miles. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> no. It, it was fine. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, it was pretty though. Like it was nice that day. You know, found a waterfall. It's like there's that weird trail down there. It's that's that's the Hawks Nest Rail Trail that goes along the creek. Yeah. Where the waterfall is and where the, the tunnel is. Isn't that the one we walked that one day? Yeah. Yeah. So I would, was I on the other side of it then? You were on the bottom side. I was on the bottom where they have, it's like a loop that goes around that's owned by the city, the town of Amsterdam. It's not a loop. It's 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 a point to point. Huh. Hmm. Because they, they said there was, like, I read a sign, it was like a nature trail, and, like, one end of it goes real steep up the hill. Uh, that that end follows the river. Well, okay. there's there's several different, you can go back up the mountain, or you can follow the river and go to the bridge. Okay. I shared a video of that spring house a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yes. That trail, about five miles up the up the river, connects to that spring house. Right on. Okay. But... But it, the the trail where the you went up, where you were kind of slowly going up, following the creek, where the waterfall was and the tunnel was, that's Hawks Nest Rail Trail. It starts in Anstead, downtown Anstead, and go, and connects to the okay. park there where you were. So I need to try that again from Could, a different angle. You can come, you you can park in Anstead under the trailhead and then go down and back up, and that's a four mile. Hmm. That's what Chuck and I did. Okay, it's beautiful, and it's it's like really easy. It's just like a you know low grade. It's pretty. Literally nobody out. Yeah, there's there, yeah. there was a couple fishermen that drove down and uh, put their boat in. That was about it. Um, mm-hmm. You could see the uh, the dam, the tunnel, and the dam and everything. That was pretty cool. I I was going to walk across the uh, railroad truss, and I was like, eh. I was kind of tired by that point. There's all kinds of things you can, and from there you can hike downriver to the dam. And on the weekends, that gate is open. You can go to the Hawk, the Cotton Hill parking lot from there. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Where you park right where the, the bridge yeah. is? It can, it connects right there. It's just like a couple miles away from that. 
Hmm. So, 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 so head. It's hard to put it in my head. Here's a head fuck for you, okay? Yeah. Right there at Cotton Hill where the parking lot is and shit. You can park there and walk up to the dam. You're a mile and a half from Hawks Nest State Park, the middle of Hawks Nest State Park from there. We were up there last yeah, weekend and I was like, head. I was like, look, I was like, that's the dam because I've walked that. <laughs> and I was like, that has to be it. Like, there's no other. But if you were to drive from there, it'd be like a 15 minute drive because yeah, you got to go up and around. You know? Yeah. But then I was like, oh, the uh, chimney corners just down here. It all makes sense. I was like, that's the dam. So I was like, we're going to have to walk because how far is it from the parking lot? From the Cotton Hill parking lot? Yeah. It, to, to the dam? Yeah. It's like a little over a mile. Yeah, I was like, mile. it's not too, too far. It's just like a mile. And then I remember like swimming down at the river because there's a lot of really nice like There's little places. trails. Yeah. That lead, there's three trails that give you river access there that are all really pretty. Yeah. It's, I like, I like how it all connects. It's so neat. Oh, it is. I'm learning. I learn new things all the time in my adventures. Like, oh, this connects to this. And there's there's this trail nobody knows about. And yeah. That fucking tunnel, I, I stuck my head in as far as I could. It's creepy. It's an old abandoned mine shaft. It's yeah. it's pretty creepy in there, and there's water dripping. It just seems like there should there's like an animal in there that's gonna you fuck got, my face. You gotta think that 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 <laughs> that steel gate that keeps you from going in there is probably a pretty recent thing. Because I think I remember hearing people say when you were a kid that it was open. You could just go in it. Yeah, Man, that's how summer adventures were made. That's like some Stand by Me shit or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. God, I should watch that movie. Again. I've never done the uh, Hawks Nest Trail. There's well, don't so do much. the one I did. <laughs> okay, there's there's so many. Okay, and the one that you were looking for, right? Um, Cliffside Trail. So you guys know the Overlook, right, where the the yeah. quarter binoculars are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you park at that parking lot, on the right hand side of that parking lot, you can barely even see it. The f- as far on the right as the parking lot as you can go, there's a little sign that says Cliffside Trail, and the no trail shit. the trail is washed okay. away a little bit right there. Right when you started, it's the worst spot. Are you facing the overlook or are you facing the uh Yeah, so like so if you're coming from Chimney Corner It's like right. You you pull right and park. Okay. And then when you're in the parking lot, you go as far right on that parking lot as you can. Okay. Cliffside Trail. It's a little wonky at first because it's washed out and they don't have they ain't got no money to fix it. But it's the most 95% of the trail is in good shape. So you just go down there and there's like little the trees are painted. There's like little rectangles on the trees that, that where the trail is marked because places it's kind of hard to see. But once you get past that first little bit, you go down and then you go under the cliff where the overlook is. You go under that. Hmm. So you're like, hmm. so you're like right up against that cliff and all like like the pictures I, I have on my page of like um of like the pictures of a Castle Rock Trail like Grandview. It looks like that. Under there, kind okay. of. Okay. And you just you hike along that, and then that will connect you to the lodge parking lot. But the, again, the right hand side of the lodge parking lot is the trailer for that. It's behind the pavilion. So if you don't know where it is, you you know it might be tricky to find it. I found this shit by just wandering around. Like the all trails doesn't tell you where it is. You know what I mean? There's no nothing. There's yeah. no nothing. It just brings you to the parking lot, and you can go fuck yourself. That's pretty much what happened to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's very confusing because it says Cliffside Trail, and then it, it shows a map of basically what you did, which was just like a clusterfuck weird hike. I mean, thing. it was cool. I'm like, you get to walk down, and like, there's just giant boulders all over the place that have fallen from some of the fuck where. <laughs> and, and, Probably from the mountain. Yeah. And I, I was down there. I was sitting on the picnic table beside the bridge, and I could see people up at the overlook looking down. That's crazy. Well, then there's Lover's Leap Overlook, too. There's another. Yeah, right it said bo- it was closed for the season, so I didn't dare. Right below. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right right below the lodge, there's Lover's Leap. Which is you always follow signs. 
That's one of your best qualities. I'm a law respecter. But um, and then the other one is the other one is Hawks Nest Rail Trail, which is owned by the city of a town of Anstead, which you can hike either from the bottom of Hawks Nest Park or from the town of Anstead. And you just follow the brown signs, you know, the park signs right there in Anstead, yeah, down to the trailhead, yeah, and park wherever. And it's a beautiful, well maintained rail trail. It's absolutely gorgeous. And there's all there's like umpteen waterfalls and like all these little picnic areas and hardly anybody uses it. Let me try that out. We went through Ainstead last Sunday. weekend, um, completely separate. But they have like a little. There's like this little gift shop and it's all like local artists. Like they sell all their shit there. And then they said when it warms up, they're gonna have like a farmers market and all Ooh. that. Ainstead's that town. Ta- that town is trying to. Yeah, I was like, they're. It's like the it's like the really well meaning but annoying friend of Fayetteville. <laughs> yeah, like they they're trying. Yeah, yeah. And th- they'll eventually become cool, but they got to go through a really fucking. It's cute. I mean, it's beautiful. <laughs> and then it is. Um, it's absolutely gorgeous. And then Hawks Nest, um, the lodge has actually a really decent restaurant. We were sa- we've never I've never. It's actually good. Um. I was only there once. I was in like leadership Fayette County in mm. high school and they did like a meeting there. And I remember What school did you go to in high school? Fayetteville. Oh, okay. Fayetteville. Fayetteville. Um trying to think of anything else interesting that may have happened or anything neat that I saw. I have a prediction. What? Um this is political. I don't want to divide anybody here. I'm unfollowing you. Here's the prediction. I'm offended. Bernie Sanders is going to win the popular vote in all of all of the uh, Democratic primaries. But, but everybody else gets delegates, and everybody else is going to throw all of their delegates behind, uh, behind Mike Bloomberg. And he's still not going to have enough, but, he's, but Bernie's not going to have a majority. In order to get a majority, in order to win officially, you have to have a majority of the delegates like a – more than 50-something percent. I'm, I'm not exactly sure about this. But they're going to throw all their delegates behind Bloomberg. Then the superdelegates, which the Democratic Party has, are all going to give it to Bloomberg. And then Bloomberg is going to pick Hillary Clinton as a running mate. And then Bloomberg is going to have some sort of catastrophic health event. <laughs> and then, this is very ar- this And is this is how Deep started. And Hillary Clinton, as his running mate is going to step in and assume the role as the uh, nominee for president of the United States of America. Do you and think then, he'd really run with her? I just feel like she's still so, it, it's such a bad this move. This is all set up. Probably. It has been written and it shall come to pass. Okay. okay. And then Hillary's going to run against Trump and lose again. Yeah. <laughs> Even worse. Because she's a loser. A fucking loser. But that's what's going to happen. Pantsuit Hillary Clinton. Oh, pantsy pantsuit. Look at you with your pantsuit. That's what's going to happen. What happens to Bernie? Fucking douchebag. Bernie. Well, nothing happens to Bernie because he didn't didn't officially win because the superdelegates. He'll he'll do the typical (laughs) Bernie thing and be a nice guy about it. Well, that's the way they want to go. I'll just... uh, I just really want him to run as an independent. Well, they did a thing at the debate last week that... uh, there's so many of you running. Uh, you might there might not be a clear majority um, by the time we reach the uh, co- convention. If if that happens, will you uh, let the process play out, or do you think the person who has the uh, popular vote should win? And everybody said we'll let the process play out. 
And Bernie said, uh, the popular vote should win. Because <laughs> that's Bernie. Because he's going to win. That's, yeah. He's going to win it. Yeah. There's a primary tomorrow I would, in South I would, Carolina. I would love to see just a, a debate between Bernie and Trump. Not because necessarily I think Bernie is that great at debating. It would just be entertaining to watch to see. It could be funny. Because they're, the, they're kind of the same. Well, I know, but it's just. I don't think that Trump can rattle Bernie. I don't think that he can. And I think that Bernie can rattle Trump just by being a typical typical Bernie shit. You know what you I mean? Know, <laughs> you know, funny thing. How many Jewish slurs do you think he has to like prevent himself from saying? Who to Trump? Yeah. He won't prevent he won't he won't prevent himself from saying any of them. Because the, the thing about Trump is he's not mentally well. That's why I was saying the He's Tul- mentally great. <laughs> I was saying the Tulsi Gabbard <laughs> thing. If Tulsi Gabbard had gotten on stage with him and uh, well, maybe not Tulsi Gabbard because she actually seems tough. If a woman got on stage with him and started to out debate him and really start to get to him like uh, emotionally, he would physically assault her. No, he would just point at her and he'd be like, "You bleed from your vagina." Well, I mean, that's you know, in lieu of. Do you remember him weirdly like standing behind him? Yeah, like, looming over Hillary. Hillary, that was kind of was fucking awesome, odd, wasn't it? It's a power move. Yeah, yeah, that's it, what a man he, does. He's such a Chad. He's such a he's such a Scotty. He is a he's, no. He's such a Charles. He's, <laughs> that guy. Hi, Charles. <laughs> From Match. Um, no, but he's like, I would love to see him. Like he 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 cannot deal with a with a and I'm not going to say strong woman. Blah blah blah. I'm saying I'm a woman that is actually tough and and will. Not let him pull his bullshit. He has not. Out of all the people he's talked shit about, he has not said word one word about Tammy Duckworth, and she has, she has fucking eviscerated him publicly. I don't even know Tammy Duckworth. I don't either. She's a yeah, senator he's, from he's, Oregon. He's she had both her legs blown off, oh. and she was and she was calling him. She came up with the, with the idea. It didn't quite stick, but it was good. And on a good attempt, Cadet Bone Spur. She came up with that fucking thing, and then she said that the only thing he needed to have removed from from him uh, that warm is the yellow streak going up his back. She said this shit on fucking news, like publicly, and, and more than once. I was he didn't say word one. He didn't say one fucking thing because he's terrified of her. The same way he would probably be terrified of Tulsi Gabbard. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's he's a coward. He's a he's a rank coward at heart. I think so if, if, if my prediction is wrong, which it won't be, um I think if Bernie's smart, he'll pick Tulsi Gabbard. Absolutely to be his running, his running mate. mate. Yeah. Because she's thirty seven. They would win. He's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have a woman of it's color. Tremendous. I won. I think, yeah. I okay. Think I'm president, but I gotta get out of here. He'll live forever until he wins. He's just gonna keep running until we finally vote him in. And I then hope he, dies. he wouldn't change at all. I hope he'd be the same rumpled Bernie and no, he's like, gonna look exactly at, the at, same. like world meetings and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Angela Merkel. Uh, I, there was one that um, does every Jewish stereotype yeah. when he walks in. There the was, soup is cold. It's a mitzvah. It's yeah. a mitzvah. There was yeah. one. There was it's one like an episode uh, of Curb. So during the state of the during the State of the Union Union address, Trump um, announced that he was awarding um, Rush, Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh with some <laughs> some stuff some fucking award. The Rush Hashanah. Um, <laughs> And you know you could just see this on is real. You could see yes, Rush yeah, is he, Rush is dying really of did. cancer. He's 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 really yeah, he's got stage he's 16. I didn't know he had I didn't know he had cancer. Yeah, he's I fucking mean, di- he's form. he's dead. And, I mean he's gonna die. And so yeah. Trump gives him this award kind of like as a go- as a going away present here. Take you get to pick a toy out of the toy chest because <laughs> you're gonna die. And um. Um, but well, anyway, a boy's toy. Hmm. but anyway, people were flipping out about it because he doesn't deserve it. All this stuff, and I'm just like, you know, as a part of me because I've you know, uh, you know. 
with the dead daddy thing and watching, you know, watching people go through cancer thing. Um, and my father was extremely conservative. And it's just like I almost saw the same look on uh, old Rush Limbaugh's face that I saw, you know, a scared man. Like, he's truly scared. And the, the crying, he just like, he started crying because Trump gave him this. And it just kind of touched my heart a little bit, you know what I mean? And, um, and, told, and I will say this, everybody was just railing on just just bringing up all the terrible things Rush Limbaugh has done, how he doesn't deserve it, and how they didn't give it to this guy who's a, who did all these other things. And um, Tulsi Gabbard's response was um, when when she found, when they it was announced that he was sick with cancer, she was her announcement was like, you know, very like just con, con, uh, consoling him and saying, you know, my family to yours, you know, may God help you through the in your family. you know, just the kindest, sweetest, yeah, nice heart to heart thing, nice thing to say. would say to to another human being who's going through suffering, and. um you know, I have, you know, like liberal and progressive friends on Facebook and they're just like fucking trashing. And and I had just gone through this experience of watching that snippet of the debate where I saw this old man about to cry. And, you know, and I was thinking about how Tulsi was like, you know, you're going to die. It's like, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry you're going to die. It's like, like, and then like a lot of these leftists are just like fucking railing this guy. Right at right at the point when I had like just seen this man cry and it like triggered all these things in me and like Trump is like, hey, I'm giving you this award, you know, you know, here you go, buddy. And I just thought it was kind of a good thing. And I just saw all these people on this one thread of my friends like just railing on him. And I was just like, you guys just need to stop. You need to stop virtue signaling and pretending like you're actually empathetic compassionate people, people. just like forget it, that they're it, human beings if you're going to be that way about about a dying man he's sh- sure to die you know you might he might have done bad things he might be a racist blah 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 he has all those things. if you if you can't it's it's almost like you're not getting my point <laughs> like, no i get your point <laughs> no. i'm just saying it's i i get it and i i, I agree with you most, most uh, for the most part yeah um and so you know i just thought that that was really disgusting that they were focused on all these things that compared compared to when you're faced with that are very trivial, very trivial. And I said, you guys should you guys should learn you know learn something from Tulsi. I mean, and I haven't backed Tulsi. I haven't said anything positive about her, really. But that to me said says about all I need to know about both her and, um, you know, fraudulent humanitarian leftists who, who, who take try to high side and take take the moral high ground and act like they're the compassionate and empathetic ones and then they're actually more full of hatred than a lot of the hate groups are from what i've seen some of them so yeah i've never i've not the most i know about limbaugh is uh didn't he do like monday night football for a while or something yeah, like this no but he's i mean i mean they, they have I'm not a, i'm not you know like there are things that he said like like they yes, cherry said some they, they cherry picked they cherry picked you know all the worst things he said one of the things like a black call a black woman caller was on his show and he said maybe you should take the bone out of your nose or you know what i mean like <laughs> stuff like that and it's like okay well those are words and that's not classy but at the end of the day <laughs> at the end of the day um you know when you when you face that when you face that suffering god you know what i mean none of that stuff matters the maharishi well i remember that okay <laughs> I, and i will i will say this as a counterpoint to that i i yeah i mean i wishing cancer on somebody and all that shit and that's that's awful stuff and saying he's getting what he deserves yeah yeah that's just the absolute worst that's the worst however i will say this 
Um, I don't like him. I think he's a despicable human being. No, no um, one's asking you to. I, I, I know. You know? But I, what I'm saying is, is that the traditionally, I think that people could be understood for being a little bit upset that a guy like that is getting that award when it was given to people like Jackie Robinson and people like that. I see why people were upset. I, I, I see. See, this is the thing: is that to me, that award, like I said, it's like pick a pick a toy out of the fucking pirate treasure chest because you got your you know got your teeth worked on at the dentist's office. It's a fucking trinket. It doesn't it doesn't have any meaning other than what you're personally ascribing to it. I know, but that doesn't mean that. that, that and so that, for that, him, that, for him, when he when he cried when Donald Trump gave him the thing because he knows he's going to die and he's got nothing to show for it and everyone hates him. I didn't, you know, it didn't matter to me what his merits were to actually achieve the war, achieve the award, you know, by strict standards. It was just like that was a moment where, you know, there was a human element to that. Sure, there was. I mean, I don't want to see anybody be scared and and dying of cancer and all that stuff. Yeah. And I I, I don't believe that. I I mean, it's it's nice to, you know, you know, it's nice to give someone a little, little trinket when you, you know. That's all. That's all I'm saying. There's no overarch. There's no big message here, other than, you know, anybody. Anybody. The, the most despicable human being is capable of a true, pure act of kindness. Sure. And I thought that that was Hitler was a. He was known to be a loved. I think he loved animals. He was like a. He didn't like to see animals hurt or something. I don't know something of yeah, that. There's ilk. all. There's all kinds of psychopaths in our society that don't like to see animals hurt, but will. You know, but I mean, terrible, it goes to the point. Do terrible that, things that, to human beings. Goes, well, that's what I'm saying. But it can show some. It can show some compassion and empathy. That was the overarching thing I was saying. Sure. But uh, what I am saying is that um, it's like the the truest thing I've ever heard. And I hate to say this, but somebody being raw and honest. And you want to talk about somebody that's just when uh, Christopher Hitchens heard that Jerry Falwell was dead and they had him, he said, "Good." I'm glad he's dead. You know what I mean? And was completely unapologetic about it. Now, I wouldn't do something like that, but I'm saying that he was saying that because they asked him on the show and he said, well, you're having me on the show to say, I'm sorry that he's dead. I'm not. He was an awful person. Here's all the stuff he did. He was right about all of that. And, you know, I don't know, man. I guess one point I was sort of trying to stitch into this whole thing is, I mean, like if that's your position, if you're just like fuck that guy, I'm not saying you personally, right. universally. You, if your position is fuck that guy, I hate him. I hope he suffers. I hope the bowel cancer. I hope it's long and painful <laughs> no. or whatever. Um, it's not bowel cancer. It's some other kind. Mm-hmm. But the point is, long, that's fine. Just don't in your next post high side on the uh, and say. And share a meme about how you're an empath. Right, right, yeah. Because you're yeah, not. You're absolutely. a fucking asshole. It, you know, it's like it's like I can be an asshole, right? It's like you know I can be pretty harsh and pretty crass and irreverent at times, but I own it. Right. I'm not going to apologize for it, and I'm also not going to pretend like I'm some kind of angel because I'm not. I, I completely want, see your point. Like yeah, I, there, yeah. there are people that I just straight up want to fuck up, and I want to hurt them, and I want to hurt their feelings. And uh, Aaron, I just. I just, you know, I'm, but I'm not going to sit there on the next thing and talk about how I love all of God's children. And you know, it's the hypocrisy thing, right? right that yeah, I get it. That, and that, I agree with that. That it agitates me if, a little bit. It, so if somebody stepped up and said, you know, this is who I've been all the time. And somebody said, Rush Limbaugh's got cancer and died. they say, good. And, you know. That's fine. Hey, yeah. Yeah. But if that same person is like, then you know. Then pretends to be a yeah, humanitarian. But, exactly. Yeah, and it's, I agree with that right. 150%. Yeah. It's like the thing with Hitchens. Hitchens never pretended to be any kind of 
you know, he. Oh, we call him Hitch around here, bud. I, I love him. And that, and when he, and when they, and Sean Hannity them kept on asking him, well, aren't you sorry he's dead? He said, I've told you a hundred times. No, I'm glad he's dead. And, <laughs> and the fact that, and he said, nothing gave me more joy than, than them finding that, that, he's finding him in his office collapsed well this is like, an immortal they, they were saying and they're like how can you say that he said how can i not that's what i felt you know well that's like <laughs> it's, it's like a case in point that like with you it's like like you're like kind of over the top hate hateful towards donald trump and you fucking hate it, but you're not like uh, i don't want him to suffer out of the, but <laughs> why yeah. you kind of do but but, out the, <laughs> no. but the thing is out of the other side of your mouth you're not you're not um you know, you know what I mean. You're not right. saying that it's virtuous that you feel this way. You're saying I just hate this motherfucker. I want to. I'd like to cave his face in. As, you know, as a matter of fact, sometimes it bothers me how much I hate him. But I mean, but I'm still not one of those people. You know. But you're not. You're not on the on the other end. Right. Virtue signaling your guts out <laughs> right, about right. how nonviolent you are exactly. or something. Exactly. Uh, I, I don't like that either. And you know. That's just, just smash the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's one of my favorite. Yeah, I would love to do that. Oh my god, would I love to do that? But that's one of the, <laughs> one of the funniest things is Hitchens. You guys should do it together. It would be a really, really big moment for this podcast. <laughs> if you smash a peanut butter and jelly sandwich into Donald Trump's face that his mommy made him, I would lick it off. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was good at editing. I really want to make this. God damn it! I have the video of Hitchens. Oh, on Hannity and Combs, but it's like ten minutes long. I I, I know, but the gist of it is is that they, and then he had him back on a separate show that night. He had him back on Hannity again. He's just like. Uh, He's like, you're tying me out. He's like, sir, you asked me. Sir, I asked you. He said, you asked me my opinion, and then you say I'm bad for, for expressing that opinion. I'm not glad he's dead, and I think that his family, he's just like, what about his family? He's like, I don't, he's like what about his family? They, should, they can take solace in the fact that he, they've got a massive, wealthy empire that this charlatan got for them. I mean, he just yeah. completely eviscerated you, the guy. I mean, you could usually just say, it's just one word. Inheritance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying all kinds of shit really about like- him. About, and it is the most brutal. I mean, that guy was gave no fucks when he was just when he's debating you. And if you're the thing about one, if you're polite, he's polite, even if he disagrees. But if you try to go for the throat, don't, because if you do, you're going to pull back a stump. I, just I mean, want it's an just enemy. I want someone to hate that much. I feel like that's the no, because then it consumes you like the thing it was consuming. It it was and is still a little bit consuming the fact that I despise Donald Trump that much. I mean, and I and I always have. Like I have never liked him. I remember being, like I said, being a kid. Not even on Homeland. No, I mean, just seeing seeing him interviews with him, and I really didn't like Dude. him. There was a really visceral <laughs> gut reaction. I think me and John have actually figured out why that one was on, on, on off the air one time that I can't discuss. But I'm saying that the that I just really despise him because he looks like an ex girlfriend. <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> no. Boyfriend, we're not no. here to judge. No, I mean, if it was a girlfriend, I would own it. But I'm saying that uh, he he embodies somebody who was uh, yeah who, who, who damaged he, you yeah severely. And um, sure, it's not ex girlfriend. <laughs> pretty sure um, because he he is sexually attracted to Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's what it this would all make was. a lot of sense. I don't, I don't want. I really don't. <sighs> you two should just fucking get over it. There's, there's been this sexual tension between it's you and Donald Trump 
for just, years. Just, just no, take it to the bedroom, pound it out. It would be like friends, you know, when they finally get together, the fucking show went to shit. So yeah. maybe we just need that tension to just continue. Will they? Won't they? You in know, the finale, we don't know. In the finale, you and Donald Trump finally fuck. You, you're top first. And then you bought them for him because you're that type of guy. Oh, I can only get so hard. So, yeah. Aaron, do you have a subreddit of the week? Oh no, I don't. Find one, <laughs> motherfucker. What have you been doing? <laughs> I brought, I brought a whole portfolio of fabulous artwork, and you can't even find a fucking website. <laughs> He's concentrating way too hard. <laughs> really been into Arcade Fire here the last couple weeks. They're fun. It sounds like Stranger Things. Yeah. This song is really dark. Yeah. Some boys hate themselves, spend their lives resenting their fathers. This is from the archives, but r slash anal ink. Anal ink. R slash anal ink. So a bunch of butthole tattoos. That looks like what's his face? Uh, Shifty shell shock. No. <laughs> The guy from uh, Munchies, right? Kitty cat, right on the b-hole there. What the fuck is wrong with people with this shit? Where your kitty cat? Shouldn't the pussy be around the pussy? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Good point. It's misdirection. This is my favorite part of the song where she screams. Butterfly wings. Shouldn't the butterfly wings be around the? (laughs) Yeah. I fucking love this song. Yeah, it's a good one. It kills. I listened to. Um, I don't like that guy's smile in that picture. What was the suburbs? Is suburbs is album? a good album. You should listen to Neon. Yeah, Bible there's a lot. Of, there's a lot yeah, of uh, butterfly buttholes, you guys. It, you know, it does. It does. It is kind of sexy. Yeah, it kind of works there. That one's good. I mean, if you're sure that you're going to be an anal whore for the rest of your life, it's great. <laughs> there's a picture of a chick getting tattooed in the butthole. I think there's a, a really hilarious video, but I, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> why somebody shits when they're getting tattooed on their butthole? No, she screams a lot of stuff. I wonder if that's on YouTube. I'm not sure. What does that say? I can't read it. Oh. I wonder if this is some tribal. Oh, man. She's like an MMA fighter anal slut. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. So aggressive. That's a a worked out butthole. So aggressive. That's a lot. A little bit of gape happening there. A little bit of gaping. worked out there, Chuck. That doesn't look bad. How much Ed Hardy perfume do you think she's wearing? Oh, dude, that's that's There's more Ed than Ed Hardy my, perfume. That's more than. Yes. Like, that's pretty big. 
Well, I'm sorry I didn't know that. I mean, very it looks like she might have just like finished having sex <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's, look, a, there's a guy's hand, like, they're in the mid. Yeah. And he was like, I gotta take a picture of this. Okay, yeah. They, I mean, it is bigger than his thumb. I promise I'll delete Dr. it. Dr. Dre would not approve. That was a good subreddit of the week. What else? What else? What else? That's right, folks. It's that time once again. It's time for the subreddit. Er, take two. The period report with Elena. Mama period. Say that again for clarity. I'm not on my period. <laughs> Heard that right, folks. There's no trash coming from her gas, no precipitation coming from her baby making station. <laughs> what possessed you to create that fucking sentence? I don't remember. Was that a collab? Did we collaborate I'm on not that? Sure about or did you that. just ask? No, he just asked. I do remember that. Oh, the period report? Yeah. Oh, that was just something I came up with. That, and I thought it was hilarious. And then I told Aaron at work when we worked at Oxford. Like, Don't tell her, but it's going to be hilarious. So just do it. <laughs> and I've answered honestly every single time. I have a. I have another piece of art I'd like to share real quick. Oh, please. I wrote a haiku this week. I love haikus. So haiku is seven syllables, five syllables, seven syllables. I thought it was five, seven, five. I'm doing, I'm flipping. That's it. iambic, isn't it? I'm, flipping I'm not really sure. Iambic. I have no idea. Baron Trump has a hoverboard. He's a time traveler. Uneducated morons. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, funny story. Uh, so last last week, um, I get up, get my sheep, my sheep. Um, oh my God, they mutinied <laughs> as they are wont to do about this time of year when the winter, you know, winter gets wintry and they don't have anything to eat and they just they just decided they were going to flee when they left the farm. They crossed the creek. Twelve of them crossed the creek. One of them is like at the time was like a one week old lamb. Who somehow made it across the creek, followed her mother across the raging creek, and made it and didn't drown. And uh, and my neighbors, you know, immediately start pounding on my door. I was like, oh, why, why, why? Okay, they're out. Okay, they'll come back. And I was like, I figured they'd come back around you in the evening. They'd just come back because it's not like sheep. You know, they they're dumb. You know, they they're just like, oh, barns, home base. This is where the food is. We're not going to go far from here. But no, they spent the night. Uh, somewhere else. <laughs> uh, I went over to my neighbor's house that morning and like tried to tried to first I tried to got Bob and I tried to herd them over, and they just kind of said fuck you and just took off took off up into the woods. <laughs> and then another neighbor came by. I was like, "Yeah, I saw your sheep going across the mountain over there." And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I know. Thanks, thanks for telling me. Don't, don't come back." And then the the next afternoon. I, I drove, went and drove. I was like, I'm going to go look for them and see where they are. And I saw them in my neighbor's yard and I just parked and said, I had some grain with me. And I said, okay, guys, come on. And just shook the grain at them. And they just fall, started following me. I said, okay, here we go. And I walked like about an eighth of a mile, quarter of a mile or something down the road. And <laughs> That's pretty awesome. 
back across the bridge. Like, come on, guys, and you shut the gate. And they've just been on my property ever since. I, <laughs> I, so of course, I started spoiling them. You know, I bought. I was like, okay, maybe they need something. I got them a protein tub and you know some other goodies, some extra grain. I've just been giving them a little more attention. But that's that's the kind of shit that happens. I mean, people have seen. I've had I've had free ranging pigs. Like people people have spotted my pigs like three or four miles from my home. Yeah. I mean, it's just it happens. But that was fun. The picture of you walking yeah, the up and down great. the road was one of my favorite things this week. And I'm just yeah, I've just got I've got a bucket in one hand and then like a coffee can with grain in the other. So I'm, just, great. I'm just shaking, going sheep, 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 sheep. Come on, sheep, 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 sheep. Come on, you motherfuckers, sheep, 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 sheep. You stupid sons of misery. You know what? I came up with another favorite thing. Um, last. Saturday night, it was after midnight, so I guess Sunday morning. I was just laying on the couch and I just checked Twitter and I go to Hotep Jesus's Twitter. Oh, I like him. And it just says, Anybody got a link for the thing that's happening right now? And I'm like, What's he talking about? And then I click on it and all the responses are links to the Wilder Fury fight. And so I click on it and there's a perfectly clear. Oh, nice. You got of a free- the Wilder Fury fight. So I casted I it. I want to see it. I casted it to my uh, fire stick. And I watched it on the big screen. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And I, the very first thing I see is uh, Tyson Fury knocking down uh, Deontay Wilder. And then he just proceeded for the next four rounds. It only went to the seventh round just to box him up. Working behind the jab. Yeah. Big, long motherfucker like that. and He just flips that jag out there like a whip. Yeah. <laughs> and he got in on him because uh, – Deontay Wilder's big thing is he leads with he's right handed I think he leads with the jab and comes with the straight he's, he's a one two guy it's a, it's it's, it's all simple it's all he needs he's it's just all he's, need. he's forty all, knockouts yeah he's more prolific knockout artist than there has ever been in combat sports and um, Fury just figured him out and fucking whooped his ass that's that's the thing that's what Chris said about Deontay he said he's like. He refuses to box. He's just—he's always looking for that brawl, that the power punch. It's like that's not boxing. Like he'll lose rounds just trying to get that one, yeah, fucking shot. Yeah. Sort of like, um, and it's a fucking shot. Believe yeah. me. Sort of like um, couldn't knock out Charlie Z, but like, like, <laughs> yeah, like Big Country Nelson yeah. or um, other guys knocked out Dylan Tewol. Those knockout mm-hmm. artists. <laughs> yeah, but it was—it uh, was a pretty cool thing. I was just like looking through Twitter. I guess I'll start another episode. Of favorite uh, Stranger Things, and then I see that. What's he talking about? And then, and then, just hordes of people posting the fucking links to free viewings of a hundred dollar fight. I said that was a favorite thing for me is uh, the Stranger Things uh, T public. I looked. I just threw that, and there's so many fucking t-shirts. There's more now. Yes. And the, then um, there was an article or something about how. Um, Donald Jamarcus was going to invite uh, both of them. He was going to invite um, Deontay and Tyson Fury to the White House mm-hmm. in honor of their, you know, their fight and how what a great fight it was. And then there was this whole like uh, article just like trashing him because uh, because uh, Tyson Fury is a known, you know, racist and misogynist. He's made all these terrible comments and made it about something else totally different. And it's funny because like the article, like they're not even mentioning. There's like he's inviting this racist and blah 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 massage to the White House, and then like at the end, it's like it's, it's you know, and then at the end of it, they're like, oh, he's also inviting Deontay yeah. Wilder, who lost. Yeah. And I was kind of like, that's kind of that's kind of like an affirmative action yeah. case, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the guy that lost. They fucking uh, 
they're giving uh, Tyson Fury shit for things he said on. I guess he might have used to have a podcast or something where he's just running his mouth. And I mean, gyps, gypsy. He's a crazy guy. Gypsy guys say nasty things. I mean, he's a na- he's a crazy fucking guy. He's fucking. A, he's a literal gypsy, and uh, they're just giving him all this. He, they don't think about the fact that he's donated the purse from his fights, the last four fights, totaling upwards of forty million dollars to. Homeless charities and mental health charities and all that shit. They don't care about that. No. They care that he said mean things once. Yeah. So fuck them. Tyson Fury. I I want to try to watch all his fights. And then like I, I just yeah. I he, like he gets he gets on and he sings American Pie at the after the, the <laughs> post fight interview and gets everybody involved singing American Pie. It's like that's fucking great. Yeah. And I just a great story. And there's all these stories out about how inspiring his story is and like how he overcame all these things. And, I I implore you to watch his you know, interview with Rogan. Yeah. I think it was one of the longer ones, like two or three hours of just him talking about it because they stripped him of the uh, heavyweight championship and he went into deep depression. Had, had He already had mental illness and uh, he went up, got up to like 400 and some pounds almost. And he's a giant guy anyway. He's six, seven. Yeah. They showed some before and after pictures. Yeah. He, was, he, he was not was, looking he was healthy. In bad shape. He was looking like Lord time. Buddha. But now he's on top of the world. Think about that. You donate your entire purse. But he had sponsorships and he got pay per view points. And, and if he just wa- donated his base salary. Yeah, yeah. But still, that's still a lot of money. And if you money. watch the first um, Deontay Wilder versus uh, Tyson Fury fight, it was a good fight. And, and he got fucking rocked. He got knocked on his ass like he, three he times. He rose up like The Undertaker. Yeah. Like, I, um, I mean, objectively, I think he lost that fight even though they scored it as a draw. And so for him to come back from that and face that same motherfucker, the, the greatest knockout artist of all time again, and school him, that's like I told you. That, that's what you know. It's what it's all about. I told you it looked like Anderson Silva against Forrest Griffin. That's, that's what it saying like. something. That's the yeah. difference in level of boxing. And I'm not a big boxing fan. Like and just like they, a were, few- they were talking about him against Stipe Miocic, who could win that. I was like Stipe Miocic would. Do whatever he wanted to to Tyson Fury. It's in an MMA match. In an MMA fight. In a, in a boxing, boxing match. Fight, no, no, no. no, no, no. It wouldn't even be close. It'd right. be silly to even think about that. But of right. course they're going to think about it because they, uh, they, on ESPN they called him the baddest man on the planet. And Max Kellerman goes, no, 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 no. The baddest man on the planet is Steve the UFC Perry. heavyweight champion. That's Stipe Miocic. No matter what you say, the baddest man on the planet is always the champ, the heavyweight champion in the UFC. So I was like, oh shit, Kellerman's Max Kellerman's a boxing guy. So that's that's pretty dope. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty pathetic how many people, how many martial artists or people that consider themselves martial artists who are in boxing or wrestling or aikido or whatever who um, are in total denial about how superior MMA is as a fighting style, like in in a real world situation. Yeah, in a real world situation, but under Queensberry rules, boxing, the sweet science, mm. all that stuff, which. The heavyweight boxing is extremely entertaining, especially with fucking. Well, it is Tyson right now. Fury. It is now. Anyway, anybody got anything else they want to talk about? Going once, going twice, sold. Chuck, last week you said you had a song, and I told you you could pick the finale song this week. So I'm going to send. Oh, consider he can remember that. I mean, I don't know if I remember what that song will be. You know, he remembered, but I remembered. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. God, make me famous. Oh, here it is. Just make it painless. All right. Ready? Get her queued up, bud.
Thanks for listening, you bunch of queers. Tpublic.com slash user slash pillowfort radio. Get the merch. One in each size. Get the fucking baby onesie. Go fuck yourselves. Thanks for listening. Try to warn me of my evil ways